welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. Uh, if you've been here before, you should be aware that I am Spencer, and I'm joined today by my illustrious co-hosts, two wonderful Melanated Gentlemen who have taken time out of their day to entertain you and to discuss the important things in the world today. This is Brandon. And I'm Jordan. Oh, but wait! There's more! Because today, for the first time, and let this be a monumental moment, because for the first (laughs) time on the League of Melanated Gentlemen, we have with us today a nice young woman. And this young woman is going to help us discuss today's very important topic. Would you please introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, I'm Kara Nolan. Um, I'm a huge nerd when it comes to video games, Star Wars, uh, a little bit of Marvel and DC. So yeah. And also anime. <laughs> hey, there we go. The anime. That's what, that's what <laughs> hey. for me right there. <laughs> that anime. <laughs> It's been with me since I was a kid, so. <laughs> now, and, and for the record, um, having female guests is something that we would like to do more of. Um, I will say that knowing female guests who are interested in this type of content is not always the easiest thing to do. So if you are wanting to be a female guest and you enjoy the things that we talk about and you'd like to contribute so forth and so on then uh let us know and we'll see what we can make happen uh today's episode i think called for an additional set of ears set of eyes and a different perspective and that will make sense once we get into it but um cara so what would you say is your I guess favorite or, or your primary. What is what is the fandom that like you? Yeah. What, what's your go to fandom? What's my go to? Uh, it has to be Star Wars. Absolutely love Star Wars. That's my home. That got me through like a lot of tough times, happy times. It's always been there. The books, the movies, the TV shows, everything. I even have a Darth Vader tattoo. That's how much I love Star Wars. So, hey, yeah. So, what's let's say let's say the scale is ten. What what, what do you think you're at? Uh, probably I would say nine point five. That's just because my fiance, he knows way more Star Wars than I can ever do. Sometimes we'll just have battles against like who knows more Star Wars than the either of the two of us. So, so that, between the two that, of us, yeah. <laughs> That means, you know, next time we talk Star Wars, we got to bring her on. Oh, yeah. David. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now I'm trying to see who the, the battle of the fans. <laughs> I'm to see who the biggest fan now. Uh, another side question. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, that's a hard one. I don't know. I've always go back and forth between the one I saw first, which is Phantom Menace that started all. And then I saw the originals uh, or uh, Empire Strikes Back. So that's my favorite. Yeah, it's between those two. Yeah. Uh, As of right now of today of how I'm feeling, probably uh, Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) Which which one? Which one is Empire Strikes Back? Which one is that one? What happened? Uh, Is that number three? Five? That's number five. five. Yeah, that's number yeah. five. Yeah, that's when 
they do the where Vader reveals to Luke that he's the, his dad. Oh and they yeah, go to Cloud okay. City and actually meet Lando. So yeah, that one is a good one. There we go. Luke. Yeah, outstanding. Who's your favorite uh, Star Wars character? Um, even though I have a Darth Vader tattoo, I would say Ahsoka. Ahsoka's my favorite. Ah, okay. I'm learning about. I'm watching Clone Wars, so I'm oh. learning more about Ahsoka. So yeah. she's dope, though. Yeah. She's great. She's awesome. And they even wrote a book about like her, like after Order sixty six. That is absolutely amazing. And the okay. voice actress for Ahsoka, she's one of the most down to earth people. So, oh. yeah. Okay. So you pretty you probably pretty excited for the TV show coming on. Huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Andor. Yeah. That's gonna be good, and the Ahsoka show. They're making a Ahsoka show, I think, for next year. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, we're gonna check out both of them. Mm-hmm. Whenever we review that, we'll I'm on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so today's episode is about diversity and representation in these we'll call them nerd spaces in these uh, fandom spaces. Uh, Jordan, before we get into this, I do believe you have a story for us. I do. I do. And I almost forgot we we're going to talk about this until you just reminded me. So I'm happy you reminded <laughs> me. I said, I, it's funny. I said, I wasn't going to forget. And then I forgot about it, but I so won't forget the moment. Yeah. So thank you, Spencer. So yeah, uh, about two weeks ago now, um, I went to a local comic convention uh, New World Comic Con, shout out to them. And this, so I've always wanted to cosplay. And I mean, I talked to Spencer a bunch about it before I even like did it, because I saw he had did it before. And so that's been something that I've always been interested in. So this year was the first time like I actually did it. So I dressed up as um, Satoru Gojo, uh, for people who know from Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also took my daughter with me and she got to also dress up. She dressed up as Sailor Moon um and to her is just dressed up like she didn't understand that we were doing cosplay or anything like that um but for me I, I thought it was you know pretty cool because I didn't want to go by myself and do it also went with a friend shout out to her um but she dressed up as well and her daughter dressed up as well but like the moment that I realized like so I understand um why diversity matters like I, I understand and representation matters but if I got let me ask y'all this we all know that representation matters, but in your personal life, have you had a situation where you really seen firsthand where representation like truly mattered? Um, I'm sorry, Brandon, Brandon, have you, have you encountered anything like that yet? I mean, for me, mostly it's like, like, y'all know I'm a wrestling fan and like just in general, like just seeing wrestlers who look like me or see movies with an actor that sort of, you know, looks like me or, you know, it's my same build, same anything. I'm like, oh, okay. Like it kind of changes my perspective of whatever I'm watching or whatever I'm taking in. So yeah, I think I run into it still to this day all the time. Um, yeah. So yeah. Spencer, what about you? Uh, wrestling is a really good example because that's probably one of the earliest times. And I think that Booker T was really important. Yeah. For me, because I I know now that The Rock is black and Samoan, but like at the time I wasn't sure. But for me, there were no questions about Booker T. I knew exactly what I knew exactly what Booker T was, <laughs> and exactly what he had going on. And Booker T, because I, 
you know, every kid wants to be a bunch of shit. Um, and when I was in my, I want to grow up and be a wrestler phase, uh, Booker T let me know that that was a possibility because yeah. up until Booker T, I had not seen anybody who was like at the championship tier right. who looked like me. And so Booker T, I think was, uh, really important and and without me even realizing it because i mean i was good and grown when that occurred to me uh you know i was i was just cool you know doing a spin a rooney uh <laughs> in, in time, i could find a hard floor like Hell yeah kiss his face yeah like just everybody move yeah yeah so yeah that was that was all i was thinking about but um yeah i i think that one of the some of the early times, and we'll talk about this, but some of the early times when I realized representation was important is when I started taking characters who were not Black and deciding that they were Black. Yeah. And, you know, we, uh, we've we done a lot of that, just kind mm -hmm. of in general. But I I mean, I think the, the first time was either Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z or Knuckles in Sonic. Yeah. Like I agree. They're, yeah. they're both fully black. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I believe have that. a race draft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they on there. Yeah. Uh, the first time I remember thinking, like, okay, they're black. They just are. Yeah. Um, Skeeter from Doug. Same black. thing. Like, black. Yeah. 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 And um, I noticed uh, growing up that oftentimes in an ensemble cast of cartoons, my favorite character was the black one. So in recess, I liked Vince. No, oh, Vince, yeah. For no, for no reason. Like, he was black, and that was all I needed. He was also the athletic one, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he was uh, cool. That's, that, that's why I liked him, yeah. Hey, Arnold, I liked Gerald. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, like, if if there was, you know, just an ensemble of kids, and there was a black one, I probably liked the black. In Rugrats, Susie. Yep. She was my favorite. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's just how it happened. And... Kids Next Door, number five. Five, best yeah. character. <laughs> I love number five. Yeah. And even now that I'm outside of just picking the black one, number five still. Yeah, she's but, the best. Yeah, she's... she's Hands down. <laughs> so what about, what about you, Cara? Uh, for me, I don't know. I feel like maybe it was when I was a kid and Catwoman came out with Halle Berry. And mm. interesting. I, I thought she was yeah, very cool. Uh, and I was one. a kid. I was like, yeah. oh, it's like I didn't know it was bad until right. like years later. I was like, okay, that was not the best movie. But <laughs> I thought she was so cool and so badass that I was like, wow, like we can actually look really badass doing it and everything else like that. But yeah, I'd say Catwoman. <laughs> Yeah. Until I was like, okay, this is not it. <laughs> yeah, that movie, that movie was a little rough, but I definitely Lower. understand. Like, as as a kid, you're just like, wow, like she looks just like me. That's pretty cool for her to be able to be on the big screen, doing everything she was doing. Mm -hmm. So, but to say all that, like, so I mean, like I said, obviously I understand representation, but the first time, like, I really felt the effect of it was my daughter doesn't know who Sailor Moon is. Like, I picked costume because I thought it would be cute if she wore it. So I showed her a picture of who Sailor Moon was, and she was like, like, Dad, Sailor Moon's white. Like, she's white. And I was like, 
well, you can still be Sailor Moon. Like, it's it's okay. You can still be the character. She's like, but it doesn't look right. So I immediately went to Google. I Google like black Sailor Moon uh, cosplayer. And immediately a bunch of just black cosplayer women were on, was on there. And so I showed her the image and she was like, oh, wow. Like these girls are very beautiful. Like this is, this is nice. So I was like, yeah, like this, this is who you are. This is who you can be. And like, I swear in that moment, like I felt a little touched. I was like, I'm so thankful that she has an opportunity to see other people of her same color, of her same race, do the exact same thing that she wants to be like. I feel like back, like back when we were younger, we didn't have access to like see any of these other characters like that. And the big, I mean, the biggest argument that people always have when you know black people dress up as any anime character, first of all, stupid internet is always like, oh, well they're not black. Whereas like, well no shit, they're not black, but they're not white either. Mm-hmm. So it's like, exactly. <laughs> you're trying to tell me that I, I can't cosplay uh, a white character. It's crazy to me. Um, mm. And so I, I, in that moment, though, I was just like man, I'm so thankful that, you know, we have a lot of people who, first of all, who cosplay in all different type of outfits, uh, all different body sizes and all that, just to be able to see some type of image of yourself in this person. Um, yeah. And so from there, like, we just had a really great time and she really enjoyed dressing up. Um, so I think that's something that we're going to probably continue doing. And I want to just introduce her to just all different type of people. And plus, she she loved it. She loves seeing people dress up. Uh, she had a lot of compliments, which she she loves to get compliments. Um, so it made her very happy. So yeah, that's my big representation story. Shout out I'm to uh, black women cosplayers because they are the best exactly. I've seen. Yeah, like, facts. Of 100%. Like, on the interwebs, like black women do cosplay the best, period. Yeah, yeah. facts. Facts. And that's yeah, across any uh, any platform, yeah. Yeah. Comic yeah. books, cartoons uh anime all of it like yeah. all of it. black women win yeah. all the time <laughs> what you about to say brandon oh, i was gonna say next year i'm going with, i wanted to go with you this year and i ended up having to you know, stay in texas but this year i mean next year i'm, I'm gonna go we, with you i'll take my I'm, daughter I'm, I'm in talks right now with the girl that i went with um we're thinking about going to the dallas the dallas one so, hey yeah yeah, yeah. I, I got i got the dates for the dallas one so yeah if we go i'm definitely gonna hit you up and yeah i'm gonna definitely dress up again um car have you ever cosplayed or anything no i haven't like the last time i like actually dressed up for something was the renaissance fair and that was about the one in, it. is that <laughs> the, the one, one in dallas in, no the one in norman yeah. Oh, the one in Norman. Okay. Yeah, that one's pretty fun. But like, I wore a corset and everything else like that. Or the elf ears got a ton of compliments. So yeah. I didn't actually cosplay as a character, but I always wanted to. I'm glad that that didn't go badly for you, um, because we know that there's not really a good <laughs> period yes. of time to be a black person, <laughs> uh, especially a black woman. Yes. <laughs> Especially sure, got that going for me. <laughs> um, but you know, there are there are people who are of certain opinions, and I'm glad you didn't run into any of those people. We're gonna talk about those people today, but um I'm glad you had a positive experience with that because you should have gotten compliments because I'm sure that your ensemble was incredible. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was the whole the whole thing <laughs> yeah like the fact that you got into a corset like yeah. that's that's dedication yeah for real yeah, <laughs> yeah. thanks because you gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta work for that you gotta <laughs> I was like, 
anytime I see those movies, I'm like, I don't know how that girl did it. Like the yeah, actor or the people back then, I'm like, oh my god, with yeah, help they, is how they did it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You, you had help. Yeah, I, I, there's no way in hell I could do it by myself. I was like, eh. <laughs> um, okay. So today, the grand topic that we'll just kind of be freely discussing is diversity and representation in media, and predominantly, specifically in, um nerd spaces so comic books comic book movies uh sci-fi things anime you know the things that we like and that we uh consume the media now brandon i'll start with you uh what are your thoughts as far as how accurately the world is being represented in the things that you like I think so as y'all know power rangers guy over here uh you know i think like power rangers has kind of been um for the most part like it was it was ahead of its era like the first group as you know like the first group iconic group there was a black power ranger right there was an asian power ranger um so it's kind of been ahead of its time most of the i think i usually gravitate towards the uh the content that kind of just represents uh, the world that's currently there, right? Like, um, usually, like we said, wrestling and, and different things that I'm into usually are ahead of its time in most cases, as far as representing everyone. Now, uh, obviously, the uh, gay community—they're obviously, uh, you know, lacking in, in some areas as far as like being represented accurately. Um, but usually in the other communities, for the most part, uh, in the fandoms that I I like, um, I feel like they've gotten a fair shot. I know some people probably could disagree with that. I know Marvel's trying to do a better job with it, but um, also trying to weigh that line of Disney and all that stuff. Um, how, many, how many seasons of Power Rangers has it been? Like, how many different iterations of teams has it been? Uh, if you have to guess. Thir- 30. Out of those 30 how many people on the team were either like black or Asian? Was there, was there someone who wasn't white, like every single season or every single team? I want to, I'm guessing it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure every team had a black representative. Like, a yeah. And actually like in this latest season, there was a girl who was gay. It was the first yeah. gay power ranger. So, and they kissed on, on the show and everything. So, uh, but yeah, out of the 30 seasons, like they legit had a black person pretty much on all of them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I know I know the one that you had me watch. Uh, was it Beast Morphers? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that the one I watched? Yeah. I remember yeah. like the leader was black and like that was the first time I seen like a black Red Ranger. Yeah. And there's been quite a few like, like lead black Red Ranger. So, and that's been a key part of it as well. Has there been any black female um, uh, leaders? Not as much. That's probably that's probably where they're lacking the most is black women because they've they've had a few and and when they've been there they've been iconic like they've hit it out the park, but unfortunately they just haven't gone into the gone to it as much and they probably that's probably an area they should go to more because I mean as far as the fandom is concerned, like there's so many black women who are fans you know and black people in general and they could really that could be a really good uh, thing to go to. Yeah. Um, has there ever been a female leader in Power Rangers? 
there's been one time and it didn't go great and it wasn't necessarily <laughs> yeah it wasn't necessarily her fault it was just a bad season power ranger samurai they had a, a white guy as a red ranger and then his sister came she was also a red ranger she took over for him she was like get out the way i'll take over she did she did a good <laughs> job it's just the season was trash they adapted it directly from the sentai and japan uh overseas in japan and it just didn't go well but there have they have attempted it once and and sometimes sometimes i wonder um i'm not a conspiracy theorist by any means <laughs> but sometimes i wonder if they will take something that is quote unquote experimental and sabotage it and thereby claim that it doesn't work so for example um, I think that there was an infamous statement made by somebody who will remain nameless that a female-led superhero movie simply wouldn't work. Mm. And with that being the case, and uh, I think this is coming from being a Black person, I almost wonder if whenever they do those things, they not necessarily intentionally sabotage it, but if they have like several different scripts or several different ideas, and one of those ideas is like less good than the rest of them, then they'll be like, all right, we'll take this idea that's like not fire and we'll, you know, put a lady in the front of this one and then use that to be like, well, we tried it. It didn't work. The people didn't like it. And it's like, no, you gave her a shitty situation. Right. Think and I, the I best example if that's is Ghostbusters. Done on I think I was Ghostbusters, about to say Ghostbusters. Yeah, I think that's what happened to that movie. Because um, the, the, I mean, the script was just terrible. Uh, even with Chris Hemsworth in it, like a lot of people liked him versus everyone, every other female in the movie. Yeah, and it's funny because it's like all of them are pretty talented actresses, so yeah. it it should have done well. So the script was just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably like in my mind, like fresh off the top of my head, probably Ghostbusters. And that's the thing. Uh, again, looking at it as a black person, like it makes me wonder if that's the case because I happen to be aware of the fact that black people historically have been given scraps and trash and garbage and have made great things out of it. And I also happen to know that historically, whenever black people attempted to do something or you know uh certain people were like we don't want you here and black people were like all right we'll go over there black people started doing well and those people burned it to the ground yep or built a highway through it Mm -hmm. or made a man-made lake in that neighborhood (laughs) and you know i'm not a conspiracy theorist but <laughs> sometimes but it's just too clear. I've I have just watched black people be sabotaged across, you know, centuries at this point. And with that being the case, it makes me wonder if certain representation items are intentionally sabotaged so that they can use that to say well, it didn't work, or we tried it, or the people don't want it, or, you know, yeah. it's just not, 
yeah like i'm i wonder if that's the case because there's i mean anything can be successful uh it's just a matter of it you know being supported and being done in good faith and i feel like in good faith doesn't always happen and that's why in most cases it needs to be the people in the room that look like what's on screen exactly 100 percent. and i think that a part of the challenge has been getting those people in the room or getting those people you know the space to be creative and that is not to say that people that don't look a certain way can't write a certain thing because you know i would have no problem if there was an asian person who fell in love with a black story and wanted to tell it or Mm -hmm. if there was you know a black person who spent some time in cuba and they learned something and they want to tell that story or you know there could be a native american who goes to scotland and is like oh I'm going to write about this. I mean, I'm not saying that people that don't look like what they want to represent can't. Um, I just think it's important to have those people in the room. Yeah, I would say, but then you run in, sometimes you can run into that issue, kind of like in comics. I mean, more recently, we've seen where the Jewish Hispanic guy tried to write uh, Miles Morales as basically like a Thor. And in that comic, he was basically saying like, Yo, welcome to my hood. Asgard is my hood. Like, or he he, yeah. he says by Odin's fade. So like sometimes, yeah, rep, like I feel like in that situation, he was someone outside of the black culture looking mm-hmm. in on it, but he had a bad view of it. Um, yeah, I so feel like, like I, that's yeah. relatively common. Right. I think I don't know. For them to me, that that was almost more rare to me. Like they just made a poor decision as far as the writer is concerned. Like usually, cause you know, most comics are written by white people mo- for the most part. I mean, it's been changing. Yeah, it's, it's probably like 85%. But, yeah. at, at one point there were like six dudes total that wrote yeah, exactly. all of it. Yeah, they, it was a monopoly. But yeah. like some of the greatest stories, some of the greatest black stories have been written by white dudes. So I think that in that case, it was a, it was just a poor decision. They didn't, understand who was the editor god knows who like yeah. why would you let that go, let that go. yeah exactly. yeah that's the thing the the editor was probably yeah yeah like we know who the editor was exactly yeah. that's the problem <laughs> the point uh spencer won't you pitch your original question i want to get Carl's take on it uh pitch your original question that you said to brandon let's get her thoughts on it uh what did i ask <laughs> i was like As, uh, i don't even remember <laughs> i think it was something along the lines like how is representation in the fandoms that you're into oh yes oh, that yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the question yes representation in your fandom area how do you feel like it's doing um do you feel like it's do you feel rep do you feel represented yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars. Is it's yeah, so it's better, <laughs> but not as be- better as I would like it to be. Especially with uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi series, where we had the actress Reva, and of course she got a lot of hate for yeah. basically being like for existing, the, for existing, basically doing her job, and it's terrible because of course when the trailer comes out, I see this badass black woman sith lord who doesn't give a shit or anything else like that basically kind of like anakin severely reckless 
doesn't give a fuck, is just tearing everybody's day up. But of course, she gets turned down because of how she is. And it's terrible because it's like people like me are like, wow, we're in the Star Wars space. Just like we had John Boyega for the new Star Wars uh, trilogy. Mm-hmm. That was like, wow, we're also in this space again with like, we're actually here, we're existing, we're in sci-fi. Of course, we had Lando way back in the originals, but it's like, we're existing now, we're in the Star Wars space, it's here, we're in sci-fi, but of course, a lot of blowback, yeah. <laughs> a lot of hate for just existing, being who we are, and the representation could be better, but also the support of like cast members, the yeah. crew, um, production disney in general could be better where it's like hey why why would we not cast a black person for this why would we not have the space for someone that looks different than just another white male because come on (laughs) can i rant for just a minute go for it (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it tight now I would not consider myself a Star Wars fan. I feel like that'd be disrespectful to Star Wars fans. <laughs> but <laughs> one Wait, of the, I don't gatekeep. <laughs> well, one of the one of the issues that I have, and and these people aren't going to listen to this podcast, so doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> if you have a problem with a character being made black after being established as white, that's one thing. But for you to have a problem with completely made up characters or characters that transcend the idea of race, so like aliens and characters that are not human, you can go eat a bag of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Because... For you to say to me that we're on an alien planet and you're mm-hmm. mad that all of these aliens are not white men? Like, yeah. yeah. What? But it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So we are in a galaxy far, far away. Why are there only white people in a galaxy far, far away? Yeah, you, you got Jabba the Hutt. Nobody's mad at him. That's, you got yeah. Jar Jar Binks. Nobody's mad at him. But as soon as a black person comes in, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah, whoa, whoa. We don't do that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Who let you in? Who let yeah. you in? Why are you? What? <laughs> yeah, and and that that's absurd to me that, that you could have a problem with a character who's made up. Again, if it's somebody that's already been established that we already know is something, that's one thing. I don't necessarily agree with you being mad, but I understand why you want this character to stay a certain way. But if we're talking about people who are made up or people who do not have a race, then what is is the deal? Why are you mad? What's the the issue? (laughs) I'm not a fan of Lord of the Rings. Um... Now, I understand that Lord of the Rings, uh, from what I've seen, there are maybe two women with speaking parts, and then otherwise it's white dudes in all of them. Like, (laughs) I think Kate may have some lines. No, you're right. Yep. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Unless unless you count the orcs, the orcs are black. Yeah. Those (laughs) are. And so. You know, I'm sure that Lord of the Rings is a beautiful and wonderful story that's being told. Now, my understanding is that it takes place in Middle Earth. 
Yes. Yeah. It does. Black people's in higher, so that's why they're not Middle Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I, I feel like Middle Earth is is fictional, and I would venture to guess that in the book, it does not explicitly state that anyone is anything as far as race goes. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I Mid- Middle like Earth the is like hobbits, elves, whatever. Yeah, humans. They, yeah. They're <laughs> just there are creatures. There's creatures there. Yeah. But, <laughs> Their skin tone and or, you know, Scottish background is not discussed. And yeah. so for people to have a problem with anyone being anything makes no sense to me. And as far as book representations go, if it is like explicitly mentioned what they look like or where they're from, okay. Mm-hmm. I understand you appreciating accuracy. But if not it's not inaccurate because it's not talked about yes so for you to say there's no darkness in middle earth (laughs) no melanin whatsoever it's not allowed (laughs) it's not a thing read the book it's like no book don't say that yeah right um spencer what about you what the stuff that you're into what does representation look like um i would say representation is like i'm i'll come at this from a like sitcoms and tv shows perspective uh in these united states and i would say that representation is for some reason it's a pendulum because i feel like um I'm a child of the 90s. I feel like in the late 80s and 90s, there were a lot of Black shows Mm -hmm. uh, that were just on and that were, like, in the primetime lineup. So, like, uh, I mean, I... Yeah, like, I kind (laughs) of missed the Cosby show, but um, Martin, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Family Matters. The Wayne's Brothers. The the, the Wayne's Brothers. Living single. You, living single. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say the Wayne Brothers was trash? Wayne Brothers is not good, bro. <laughs> bro oh, oh, my gosh. You lost your uh, damn mind. Uh, the Jamie Foxx show. The Steve Jamie Foxx oh, yeah. show. show. Uh, uh, yeah, so it seems like there was a pretty good amount of black TV that was on the main networks. And then there was a point where there just wasn't now there were some black shows that were on uh i think upn kind of just like took the honorary black show it was uh, like title um, was like like and the parkers yeah. and um one-on-one half and half one-on-one yeah. like there were there were shows but they weren't like the big ticket like the shows the primetime shows so it feels like there were black primetime shows and then there just weren't any at all and then we're kind of swinging back to where we have some because you know shonda uh came Mm -hmm. through and uh decided no i'll i'll just take this whole block like thursday's mine (laughs) that's okay yeah do what you want (laughs) yeah do what you want but i'll i'll take thursday thanks um so yeah shonda came through and blackish uh came through but it didn't feel like until abbott elementary it didn't feel like there were any just like black shows in syndication and that could have to do with you know the taking over of streaming services and all of that but even when i think about that um i guess insecure and atlanta 
are probably say, yeah. I just only, looked up. I looked up ahead. a list of 2010s. Like yeah, you was you was already saying what I was about to say. Insecure, Blackish, like Empire, Atlanta, uh, Mary, being Mary Jane. Oh yeah, like, the, the shy. Like a lot of a lot of these shows now that I'm thinking about. I was like, maybe there is kind of a lot of. I mean, it was, like, it was a huge now. gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I feel like um, from the early 2000s to the mid 2010s, like Shonda and Blackish were it. Yep. The game, House of yeah. Pain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, it's but depended I mean, on the creators, right? Like in the 90s, I forgot her name, but she created a different world. And then it was, you know what I mean? Quincy Jones created. You know what I mean? And then now we have, as like you said, like Issa Rae and like, um, I forgot my dude that made Blackish. And then as you, as oh, you said. Kenya, Kenya Burris. Barris. Yeah, yeah. Barris. So like, and then, yeah, like Atlanta and everything. So I think the create, unfortunately, like you're saying, like in the 2000s range, it was like Seinfeld, Friends. Those are the only things you saw. Yeah, like and How I Met Your any- Mother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like those shows. So I just did the exact same thing for the 2000s, and that list is very short of like black shows. Yeah, yeah. we didn't have a generational creator during that time for mm-hmm. some reason or another. I don't know why. And, and, but. and that's the thing. Like, it's it's not like there weren't any. Like, there were people who were making things, and it just and maybe it was the expansion of channels because you know back in the day there were three channels. Right. And you had to you had to make a rock with those three <laughs> channels. Um, and so I guess maybe the expansion of channels because like uh Atlanta and Insecure, uh incredibly good shows, but you had to have a subscription to get Insecure and you had to have cable to get Atlanta. Yep. And you know, that's I mean, that's not necessarily a problem because FX had other good shows. I mean, American Horror Story did well and you know, HBO but, just has a the wire. And yeah, the Pranos and Nurse Jackie, yeah. <laughs> all um, that, yeah, all of it. So, <laughs> I will say, but other than Seinfeld and Friends, I feel like there are at least some black people sprinkled into everything that I've seen. Yeah, I'm um, just thinking about the Office. Like, I'm a big Office fan, and Idrissa, Daryl. Yeah, it just came in later. Yeah, Daryl was there. Daryl's there. Yeah. Um, Parks and Rec. Uh, Rashida was in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, Rashida just reminded me of something. But, you know, and it may be it may be controversial. We're going to see. I don't think it is. But <laughs> it, it's just an observation. Um, but, yeah, I I would say there's been like a mixed bag in my life but we're swinging back toward uh black people being involved and being in the creative space Mm -hmm. yeah often i feel like i often step back and think how do like other races feel about them not being represented now because like i don't see you don't see a lot of asian representation anymore um Maybe you don't see a lot of Hispanic, and maybe there are, and maybe we just don't know about it. But like sometimes I like to like take a step back and like, I wonder how these other races out here feel about stuff. Yeah, and I, I mean, I feel the same way, and I try to notice things um, with other races. Like for example, 
Um, I have noticed a shift in how Asian men are represented. Now, this is yeah. this could be just false. This could just be only in the things I watch. But I've noticed that Asian men have gone from being like smart and unattractive to dumb and really attractive. Yeah, that's facts. Like, um, I mean, I I don't I don't know any. What's the example? I don't know if I've seen that. I mean, so in insecure. Uh, in uh, in the show oh. Single Parents, um, there's an Asian dude named Miggy. Uh, Miggy is dumb as hell, but <laughs> very attractive. In um, The Good Place, I think his name is Jason. Um, dumb as hell, yeah, very attractive. Like yeah. it, it just it just seems like they're trying to overcorrect a little bit. Yeah, yeah. from the because- stereotypes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because one thing we don't see a lot of is uh, dumb Asian characters in stuff. Because as a society in these United States, we know Asians as the model minority. So, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the Asian people that I know personally, uh, they lived in a house where bees were unacceptable. Right, yeah. Like, you bring home a bee, you're getting a lashing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a there was a joke that wasn't really a joke because it was probably super true floating around that uh, they were asking Asian people how accurate was Shang Chi, and everybody's saw, answer was that. when his mom said that she was proud of him. That's not. <laughs> that's not how that's not, that's <laughs> I didn't hear that one. Yeah, I saw, yeah. I saw that too. And so you know, with that, because I know that like in my graduating class, our valedictorian was Asian. And there were not very many Asian people in my class. I probably yeah. had like three in my graduating class that I remember. I think I, I, I think I had two. Both of them were top five. Mm-hmm. Right. What you about one, to say, One is a doctor. Well, I, I think I think Spencer's right about. I don't know about the dumb part. I think that probably is the case. I do think just in general they're trying to, because uh, you know, like like you said, like uh, Asian men were kind of. Uh, demasculate like they weren't that's, very masculine in any that's where i thought you were going at yeah, first answer, yeah. where now they're like like insecure uh shang chi you know what i mean like there's a bunch of movies i've seen where there's just the dude is like the sexy lead guy that yeah like he, he's the it. he's the man exactly yeah yeah so i think they're trying to and and some of those shows are like asian crew you know what i mean lab recruiter director or producer or whatever and they're trying to like get rid of that stereotype. Um, yeah, that, that's that's what slowly. I've seen. I've seen more. I've seen more of that. Um, like Brand said, the demasculation of back then to now correcting that and showing these guys is like, like I said, like they're the man. And that's a part of why I like Insecure. And I'm mean, going back to black people. Uh, that's a part of why I like Insecure and Atlanta so much because I feel like black people were represented in a very general negative way. Uh, so either on drugs or dealing drugs or, you know, belonging to um, an affiliation uh, that right. is represented by specific colors. Um, you know, that was pretty much all black people's options were. Um, and then uh, Tyler Perry kind of came through and made all black people successful lawyers and mm-hmm. uh, Morris Chestnut, <laughs> Always super successful. Like, yep. yeah. <laughs> There's no in between. And, 
So I feel what I like about Insecure and Atlanta is that Black people were just people. Yes. Like those are some of the most accurate representations of Black people just trying to get through being an adult Mm -hmm. as I've seen. A whole lot of of fucking going on Insecure too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's messing around. And and I would like to also point out that in Insecure, another thing that I noticed and, you know, Call me weird for noticing this, but I noticed that because normally whenever you see shows like that, it's always just super attractive people that are just really good in bed. What I've noticed is that Insecure had some like (laughs) not traditionally attractive people that were like I she uh she had TSA Bay who was a oh, heavier yeah. dude. Oh yeah. And (laughs) evidently TSA TSA Bay was putting it on her. (laughs) and that's not something that you see very much like you don't see somebody who doesn't look a certain way uh represented in that way but to see somebody who could potentially look like you that is you know sexually competent could be you know a confidence booster that you didn't know you needed Mm -hmm. and so you know the i mean we all have the whole like image and body standard things that are you know an issue but i i feel like tv now is also doing a better job of casting people who don't look like they need to be on you know what our idea of like the sexiest man alive or the maxim top 100 like we we're seeing more people who don't necessarily fit that bill and yeah. people who look like regular people and i i I think that that's also important because you know i'm black but i'm a lot of things and so to see someone who may not be black but who might be you know just a nerd yeah and who is able to be athletic even as a nerd i I think we need to see I want to see more black nerds. That's that's what I really want to see. Yeah, uh, like I'm trying to think of. I feel like I'm seeing nerds. more, but it's more like it's not like focused. It's more like oh, he got a he got a Black Panther poster on his wall, or he got a couple comic books in the back. Like uh, yeah, like uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, like Sentai. Yeah, some cool looking stuff on the back, just toys and stuff. But they didn't really yeah. like dive into that part so and that's the thing i feel like they're doing uh they are including things but they're not necessarily just diving straight into it because in the boys for example mother's milk is wearing a hip-hop related shirt in every episode mm-hmm. i really yeah, like that. i mean yeah that, that's a hip-hop nerd because I, I was thinking like, i was thinking so there's a book that i really enjoy i just finished reading it for a second time uh called black nerd problems and one of the one of the essays in the book he mentions that the only black nerds that he grew up with was Urkel and basically, um, damn, what's the son, the son from, um, from the Cosby show. What's his name again? Theo. Yeah. Theo. And he was, cause Theo was like a math nerd basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, but those are two different standards of nerd. Like you got the super extreme drawn out version of, uh, an Urkel. And then you have like the, the nerd, the math nerd, the laid back nerd, like the nerd you wouldn't expect to be a nerd. I feel like yeah. I haven't seen too many more 
of those type of characters, at least in the, in, at least in the stuff that I watch. Um, I the only more black nerds. Whenever I think of a black nerd, I think of AJ from the Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, yeah, Timmy's best friend AJ. Because, I remember. Yeah, yeah like AJ was like, the smart kid. He was was you know just shitting out A pluses, <laughs> and there was an episode about that. Uh, See, I think. But, Sometimes I guess I sometimes I need to define like what a nerd actually is because like in that instance like AJ's super smart. I mean, to me being super smart, like I don't count it as a nerd, but I mean mm-hmm. I, I can see the argument for it. So you would argue that a nerd is your interests rather than your intellect. Yeah, like I I think your intellect is maybe a geek. Yeah, but that's probably just what I think. But being a nerd is like what you're into, like. Yeah, D or video games or Star Wars or something. Yeah, I guess I don't like. For me, nerd, geek, and dork are interchangeable. Uh, and, and nerd is not a negative nowadays. And I guess I dork is of, negative. I'm let you know I guess, right now. I guess yeah. because of Best Buy, <laughs> geek isn't necessarily negative either. Not anymore, but yeah, it definitely. But I mean, those those three words were how people would describe an Urkel. Like yes. as yeah. far as boxes go and stereotypes, and people belong. <laughs> yeah, but but nobody ever called. But no one ever called Theo a nerd though. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna be honest, with y'all. Somebody call me a nerd. I don't mind. Somebody call yeah. me a geek. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You call <laughs> me a dork. You call me a dork, bro. We then we might have to fight. <laughs> might have to fight. Throw that's disrespectful. Yeah, throw hands. That's, that's too much. Yeah, that's too much. That's too much. Right that's now. too much. He's going too far. Yeah. yeah. I feel you, Jordan. Though, like there hasn't been a clear, like. All right, this dude's a nerd, but he still, you know, has interests outside of just that, or he's just a regular dude, but he's also extremely yeah. okay. nerdy about these say? things. What would y'all consider Wade from Kim Possible? Oh man, he's deep cuts, man. I don't know. <laughs> wasn't he wasn't he, was he black or was he Hawaiian? He was. Black. Oh, he was black. He was yeah, voiced he was a, by Taj. He's basically like the man in the chair. Like yeah, he was doing all that. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was voiced by Taj Maori, and he was ten years old. As a he man was. in the chair, yeah, I feel like he's he more of the, yeah, he was more smarter than, and, and I don't not remember the series verbatim, uh, but I remember he was more like techie smart, which is part of it, but I we have not seen a dude who's like, all right, I'm in the comic books, I'm into certain TV shows, I throw out random references all the time, like we have not seen that, yeah, like right. so, Big, like Big Bang Theory should have been the perfect. You yeah, shut up. Yeah, show for that, but you know, white people, black people didn't exist. Yeah, that's universe. one of those. Sh- like, I think that's Neil one of those shows. Tyson, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson might be the only black person that showed up in that show. I'm yeah. Sure. yeah, but like, I, I just want to see. So, like, if you walk up to like me or Brandon or Spencer or Car, like, if anyone, if someone walks up to y'all on the street, like, they wouldn't be able to tell you that you're a nerd. They might be able to tell Car she's a nerd. They can see her tattoo. For me, I love it. I, I'm, I'm probably wearing a shirt that will let them know. Yes. Okay. But like, so. but like if you if you come up to me while but, I'm playing basketball, a lot of people never know that I'm into same. a lot of stuff that I'm into. Same. So like I, I want to see, I want to see more of that where people are like, like just they seem like a normal person, you know, they're into sports or they're into music and all that. And then like you get to know them and you'd be like, oh man, this dude's a real nerd. Like I want I want to see more of that stuff because like that's where I feel like. That's where I feel like I can more relate to. And I think that I agree. the a part of the problem with that is that requires a lot of time and a lot of nuance that 
you know, some shows may just not have the time to explore. Man, I got man, because... I got time. No, I don't want to hear it. No, I don't want to hear it. These shows is out here putting out 25 <laughs> episodes a season. You mean Tim, they can't have, you know, even a background character. You know, the main character go meets this background character. But like, oh man, I know you into this all type <laughs> stuff. Like I need to see, I need to see more of that. I will say on the most recent season of Stranger Things, Erica, they introduced her as basically a black nerd by playing yeah. D&D on the first episode. And I didn't even know until she was like sprouting off like, I'm a level, whatever. And so I'll kick your ass, basically. And yeah. I was blown away. I was shocked. Yeah, I was like, in, she's, still, she's like, she doesn't that. give a fuck. And then she's like, yeah, I'm a nerd. I'm like, this <laughs> is yeah, because in like the seasons that. before that, they didn't really establish her yeah. as a nerd. Like they made it seem like she was she against just picked all that on stuff. Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That, that's a, that's a good point. See, that's why I say I want I want to see more of that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. agree. I'm not I'm not saying that I don't want to see it because I definitely would like to see more of it. But I, I mean, I don't know if it's being prioritized. Uh, just I think because there's a lot on the agenda. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think. Right now, they're working in extreme. Like they're trying to fit everybody in, so they're working in extremes. What Jordan's talking about is not is like the not the not like middle ground as far as like their nerd level, but as far as like they're working, they're going to okay. Who's the we're going to put a black dude who's really smart? Yeah, we got to check like a nerd. We got to check specific boxes. Exactly. Check who's going to bo- look like the a checklist? Nerd. <laughs> yeah, like to where the audience can immediately go nerd cool yeah whereas what we're talking about is more like like you said it's more nuanced like where a regular like, person yeah mm-hmm. like a dude who's still you know like has swag has all these things but then yeah. you know you I mean, break like, them for, down for example in uh in insecure like if we found out that lawrence had interests in things yeah, that were comic book related, like that would be like, oh, that'd have been a dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just a, he's just a regular dude. Yeah, I would look. That would <laughs> yeah. have been a perfect show to do that, honestly. Yeah, they, uh, as you said, hundred percent agree. Yeah, like they did regular black people so well. You saw black people from lawyers to just just walking around the street, the street. trying to yeah. Yeah, trying to figure it out. Exactly. So I mean, that would have been a perfect show. I just feel like, yeah, they they got to get that and they down kind a of. Bit. I think in a community, Donald Glover's character. He's a nerd, yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty right. he's pretty nerdy, but he's if, if there's a nerd spectrum, yeah, I was gonna say he's, he's pretty he's pretty he's far him. on the traditional nerd, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he fits as opposed into, to like an athletic nerd or whatever you exactly. want. Yeah. If I saw like, him, if I saw you'd him, immediately like, know. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, like <laughs> I know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm how did enough. you feel about the new Thor movie? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, what do you think? That that that's a good point. Like, I feel like if I meet people, so like I met Cara recently, and we were all talking about we were all talking about Thor and yeah. that exact same thing. And so I love when I meet new people, and then I make like a subtle mention just to kind of test where they at, just kind of see what they into. I'll make a subtle mention, and it's like once I get to talking about, it, I was like, oh, like I can relate to this person. Like I never right. would have thought about it, but because we started a conversation, we started talking about, it, I was like, oh, I like them. Yeah. yeah, and like yeah. I feel like I feel like I want I want to see more of that. Like once you start talking to the character, you find out a little bit more about them. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, Brandon, how was Billy in the newest Power Rangers? Uh, outstanding, actually. On uh, the 2017 version, mm-hmm. they so to give background, Billy was obviously an iconic character from the you know 1992 version, Mighty Morphin. The Blue Ranger, I- right? 
Yeah, Blue Rangers, right. super mm-hmm. nerdy. I mean, nerdy as you can get. He was like the Urkel of the squad. Um, is that in beloved. 92 or is that now in 92, or in 2017? In 92. Yeah, 92, a white guy, super nerdy, glasses, fit all the descriptions you would think of of a nerd. He was the guy in the chair a lot of times. He was he was a ranger, but he did a lot of stuff. He'd build gadgets and all this stuff. Well, in 2017, they made him a black a black kid, and he had autism. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like functional autism, and he was outstanding. Like he was the standout of the entire movie. He was like, great. Yeah, like people still talk about that performance. Like, yeah. um, and it was just total opposite. He wasn't the nerd, but he was just a really great character all around. Like they really built him as a full functioning person. So, um, it was different, but it was definitely like welcome. Like you know, sometimes if you change a character that's as iconic as the original Billy. To something totally different usually it's not uh you know accepted very well but he did it so well to where people were like oh yeah this is dope this is a different you know version yeah i'm glad that the power rangers community as far as we have seen does not have the same issue that some other communities have with having issues with that facts and i and i think saban is a trash human being but they did a great job of building it so in 1992, you know black people exist. Till now, we know black people exist. As we know in Star Wars, in the 70s, you got Lando, but literally nobody else. I mean Samuel Jackson, but <laughs> Samuel, you have Mass Mace yeah, one day, but exactly. it's like you got yeah, one. By that time. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. You get one, we'll throw you a little special lightsaber, little but that's treat. about it. There you go. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> Like, exactly. We gave you James Earl Jones. That's the best you're getting. That's, exactly. that's all you get. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, we'll put a guy in a black suit. Yeah, we're not showing the face. <laughs> there you go. We will, yeah. <laughs> He's the black yeah, like, guy. Um. <laughs> like, James Earl Jones probably showed up for costume, and they were like, we don't need you to. Yeah, don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just need you in the booth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, but that, actually, that actually brings me to something that I also want to talk about. Because you said James Earl, you know, he was voicing Darth Vader. How do you guys feel about when, if you guys have seen it, any instances, uh, Car, you may be because you're in an anime. Um, how do you guys feel about like black people voicing, I guess, traditionally like white or Asian characters? Um, so, for example, I'm a big Digimon fan, and the newest Digimon uh, dub that they're coming out with, the main character of Ty. Yeah, I believe is going to be voiced by a black person. Um, and Ty is basically a traditional, like, I guess, Asian character, um, Tai Chi. How do you guys feel about that? Have you guys ran into that or anything yet? Um, Cara, did you watch Tokyo? Have you seen Tokyo Revengers? I have not. Okay. Have you heard of it? <laughs> I did. I have heard of it, but I need, I okay. need to watch it. <laughs> so the, the main character of that show in the English dub, he's also black. Okay. Um, it's a black dude. So it's like, how do you guys feel about black people voicing non-black characters? You guys like it? I think that if we're talking about an instance where a show is coming from a completely different country and like side of the world, then it's I don't I'm not going to say necessary, but it's one of those things where like you're going to need people who speak that language to voice those people. And 
if I don't have a problem with white people voicing an anime, I don't have a problem with black people voicing an anime. I don't have a problem with anybody who speaks English voicing an anime because yeah. all of the actors who did it originally were Japanese because mm-hmm. the characters in it are probably Japanese. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a situation where everybody is Japanese, then it really doesn't matter. Um, if it's an anime where there are people from specific sections of the world, then you might want to address that. But even in, like, if there was a movie on Netflix right now that was in French and they dub over it in English, like, who voices those people? <laughs> that should be trash. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, yeah. But I mean, that should like, be trash. <laughs> I. I don't expect those dubs to be by French people. Mm -hmm. I expect them to be by like English speaking uh, people who have, you know, been in the United States for some period of time. And I apply that same logic to voicing characters from a completely different side of the, the earth where like race is not a thing that is being addressed or that is relevant to the story so i'm not looking at when i see that i'm not looking at it as being voiced by a black person i'm looking at it as being dubbed by an english speaker yeah Yeah. um car brandon what do you guys think i also agree to that as long as it's pretty much true to what the character is supposed to be like if you grab a black English speaker to dub over uh, a Japanese character in an anime show, and it's just trash. Then, I mean, as long as you're just doing like, like being true to that character, that's all that matters. Like, it shouldn't matter if like, I don't take any issue with it at all whatsoever. Yeah. I don't expect like a traditional like I only speak Japanese to actually okay now that same character I'm going to speak in English a language that I'm probably don't am not as fluent in so yeah, yeah. what do you think Brian well you guys know I'm not an anime person so <laughs> well let, let's I... say let's say Super Sentai gets an English dub okay. and they do uh, a black character to play it's kind of the red type person. It's kind of tough because they do it. literally convert it over to America. Yeah, it's kind of tough, but I know what you mean. I mean, I, yeah, I, I could care. I don't care. Like, I think I think it's kind of like forward thinking, honestly, to do that, um, to kind of just hire the best voice talent you can have, whether that's black, whatever it is, and then, yeah. you know, use it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think well, whoever's the best, like using, doesn't matter. I don't think it matters, especially like you guys said, the situation is from Jap- Japanese. Like it's, it, it makes sense. So. Yeah, I, I just want to say I do. I agree with you with what y'all said. I just want to get y'all opinion. Yeah, whoever is the best voice actor for that role, and you're mm-hmm. staying too true to that character. Like I don't care, black, white, Chinese, Mexican. Like it doesn't does not matter to me at all. No, let's. Let's get to the elephant in the room as far as, uh, you know, characters, comic book characters and the changing of, you know, <laughs> race yeah. and, and all that. Before, before we get into that, um, okay. I want to mention two things. Um, firstly, I would like to go on record as saying that <laughs> in 
animated movies. I have a problem whenever black people are not black people. So, Princess and the Frog, I'm talking to you. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Uh, Spies in Disguise, I'm talking to you. I want to see (laughs) animated black people as animated black people, not as frogs, not as blue blobs, not as (laughs) fucking pigeons, (laughs) as black people. Now, if we're talking about a movie where everybody's an animal, that's fine. Yeah. 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 Not mad at that. Everybody's an animal. So like Kevin Hart being a rabbit, whatever. There are a bunch of animals in that movie. I'm talking about movies with people and you take the main black face and turn it into a not person. Yeah. Yeah. That's Cut that shit right. out. <laughs> Dude, I, I really wish you guys would read Black Nerd Problems because there's a whole entire essay about that. I need and to you read just go. And, oh, I love that. That is, I've only read three books, twi- like not total, but like I've only reread three books in my life. And that book is probably my most favorite book. And I actually just bought the hardcover. Uh, I got to go pick it up tomorrow. But <laughs> I'm telling you, they, they address the same thing that we talked about. Yeah. Second thing. Uh, Carl, I'm going to point this question at you. Um, okay. I'm ready. <laughs> what do you think, or what have you noticed about black women in hollywood as far as who the leading lady of the time is um how many of them there are and the black women as they are represented in movies and tv uh (laughs) i mean like growing up it shifted to like the black woman best friend being like Oh, I'm loud. Oh, I'm sassy. Oh, that's how black women are supposed to be. And it's yeah. like enough with that. Uh <laughs> that is we are not the side character. And it's always been like the black woman is the side character. Like, for example, I remember when it was on TV, the Sex in the City movie. I th- I don't know if it's the second one or the first one or whatever. And I think it's Jennifer Hudson or someone. Yeah, She's yeah. the black best friend. Or like no. basically like the one to be like a plot point for Carrie or whoever to get her shit together for some yeah. odd reason. Yeah. And that's all she's there for. Um, it's annoying. <laughs> it's, okay. it's really, really annoying. But I feel like recently, like maybe in the last two, three years, especially with Black Panther, it, you know, with Okoye and... Lupino Juan's character and Shuri, uh, they're all in the same space, but they're all different characters that give yeah. something to the movie. So makes sense. Makes sense. I want to ask you too. So how do you feel? Because I mean, this has also been kind of a theme. So Storm, mm-hmm. uh, the character from the X-Men, she traditionally most of the time is depicted as dark skin. Yeah. How do you feel? And this is and this is kind of something. I guess that's in our black community. How do you feel when you see like a lighter skinned woman versus like a darker skinned woman like get a role? Because I was the biggest the biggest controversy is always the one I always think of is Storm. Like every mm-hmm. single time we've seen Storm in the movie, she's, she's been, been she's been lighter mm-hmm. versus a traditional like Storm would more mm-hmm. look like someone from Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? You, do you, what do you think from, about that? Her character was from Kenya. So. Yeah. That's right. Like, 
I think I definitely think that a darker skin woman should be cast for her because that representation is so important for darker skin women. Um, yeah. it's that is that's why I asked this question because what I noticed, and I don't know if maybe I'm just paying attention to the wrong thing or if this is really happening, but it seemed like the black leading men in Hollywood in my life growing up with the exception of Will Smith Mm -hmm. have been relatively brown or dark skinned, Mm -hmm. but the women have always been been lighter skinned. skinned. The the first time I remember seeing like a dark skinned leading lady was probably Viola Davis. Oh, great. Um, Yeah. Angela Bassett. Oh yeah. I was going to say Angela Bassett. um, I think Angela Bassett should have been storm. Uh, that would have been cool back, back then. Back in two thousand, that would have been cool. Um, I would, yeah. <laughs> but um, and I'll say with the exception of Angela Bassett, uh, because and I'm not saying that that's just like across the board, but I'm mm-hmm. saying that's kind of in general. Uh, I've noticed that like we have the Denzel prototype, and yeah. that that just kind of exists. But then, um all of the, we have the Halle Berry prototype That's what I'm gonna say, Halle Berry. that mm-hmm. just kind of exists and it just it didn't seem like there were any darker skinned black women who were like at Hollywood's like in in the blockbuster inside space yeah. yeah that were that were you know and it seems like they only allow one or two black women in at a time but that's its own issue with yes. <laughs> dude you if you, you guys should look at the storm from x-men apocalypse i didn't realize how light-skinned she was until recently like i, I looked up i looked up her she is pretty pretty light and i've noticed in comic book movies or in comic book tv shows especially um unfortunately all of the black women look the same yep. like they're all uh pretty and light-skinned with long hair like all of them mm-hmm. because whenever i look at and i noticed this when i was watching arrow and the arrowverse all of those women uh and they're all great but there's a type and they mm-hmm. all fit into that type there was one exception who didn't but all the black women that have been in those shows iris um amanda waller both vixens mm-hmm. uh Shaira, like all of them look relatively the same like yeah they're all built the same they all have the same hairdresser like it's it's like stray hair a weave yeah. Yeah. a wig yeah. <laughs> yeah like it's it's the same one lady doing all of their hair like and it's i it, i've just noticed that and it's uh it's bothersome that and and in the comic book space i get it to an extent as far as body type because you have to not have to but in most cases there's a certain look that you have in order to be athletic enough to do the stunts and the fight choreography and so forth and so on so i guess as far as body type i kind of get it but i am just wondering like why do 
like they have one idea of what black women look like and Mm -hmm. it's like iris is one of the darkest characters in that universe and iris is light-skinned right yeah and i mean i i don't i've i've i feel like i've seen that apply kind of across the board but i just very specifically noticed it in that set of shows because i was watching them um black lightning of course uh put you know they they changed it up a little bit but that show is about black people so if that show didn't do that it was going to be a problem Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all lights and black people. <laughs> Brandon, let's go to your question because I also I want to get to a couple things about some other characters. Yeah, um, those those are my two things. So my bad. <laughs> no, yeah. no, you good. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, I didn't have a question. I just I want to get to oh, your the, hot take. The comment. Yeah. So uh, this is probably be a hot take, but I've also had some years to think about it, and I've also some years. Some, <laughs> yeah, some years. So this is this is a big one. You sound. Uh, <laughs> So actually, I need to, I'm gonna have to look it up again to see what year this actually happened. Um, but are you guys familiar with the character Iceman? Uh, yes. from X Men, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I think I know, I think I know where you're going. <laughs> so, yeah. Th- yeah, okay. So, I looked it up real fast as I was talking. So, Iceman tr- created in the 60s, um, and throughout his whole life, he was depicted as a straight white man. And so that's how I always knew Iceman. So in 2015, they actually changed his character to be gay. So at the time, you know, 2015, I was thinking like, why, why did they do this? Like, why? And then I looked at the way that they did it. So obviously, um, not obviously, but Jean Grey basically outed him as gay to the rest of the team, which is very messed up. Mm-hmm. Like right. he, she, her character reads minds and she basically outed him to the team. So I was like, this character has this entire history of not being gay. And then one day they woke up gay. So I was very angry at first. I was like, but why? But then I thought about, but but then I thought about that happens all the time. I was like, people don't come out at all. And then one day they just do. So then when I stop and think about it like that, I'm just like, well, that's, that's probably correct. I was going to say, I I thought you were saying people do that all the time. They just wake up gay. No, no. What? No. That's not how it is. Like, no, no, no. no. no I know that's not how it works. <laughs> that's funny. No. But but yeah, flip yeah, it so, on and like, off like a white. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like I go back and forth with being angry. It's like okay, but why did they do that? But then I'm like, but that happens in real life all the time. Um. So like I, even even now like I still struggle with whether I like his character being gay or being not gay, um, but that's just also because I I had this history with this character for so many years, and then once they changed him, I, it was just came to my head as why like why change him versus creating a whole new character. Hmm. Um, but then I also stop and think is like this is probably what white people thought when black people started coming onto the scene more. Mm-hmm. So then I stop and think about that. So then I'm just like. Damn, I had I had to put my own, I guess, my own thoughts aside and think about what's what's better representation for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I said, even now, like I still struggle with: do I want to see Iceman like this or do I not? Like I understand, I understand like the importance of it as well, but then it's like my own personal feelings about Iceman. 
just like almost kind of outweighs it sometimes. I don't know. It's like I'm like like I said, I, I go back and forth about it all the time. I'm um, well, like I said, I, that's that's a very real thing that happens to a lot of people. Like they get outed and they probably wasn't ready to come out. And that and that was the biggest thing. So the two biggest things at the time um that a lot of people was angry about was one, Iceman was gay. But then the bigger, the bigger thing that people were mad about was the fact that Gene Gray out with this character when he wasn't ready to even say anything. Right. Yeah. And that is um, I mean, I don't know that experience, but I imagine that's traumatizing. Right. Yeah. Uh, especially, yeah, like being being not having control of that and like somebody else doing that, like I, I would imagine that's uh one of the worst things that could happen to you. Uh yeah. to to have your identity and something that something about yourself just exposed to everybody and you were not ready to expose that yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, trust, I imagine the trust right. would basically be broken. And point. it was yeah. in, in, yeah. a, in a comic, it was like they, because those two were part of the original team. And so they had so much history with each other. And mind you, I just, for some more context, this, this, when this happened, this was like a younger X-Men. So this wasn't like the mm-hmm. adult X-Men as we know them. They came from this X-Men team came from the past into the current future. And so they didn't have time to even grow up or anything before they were thrust into this world. Um, so like as an adult, I don't think Jean would have did that. But this young teenage Jean didn't think anything about it. She didn't care about using her powers. She used it recklessly. And so, yeah. Um, and that was honestly, a big deal, though. I think that's a good story. Um and then i mean if that happened in real life yeah uh that's foul but i mean that's realistic mm-hmm. yeah well like, like i said, said yeah. I, I and that's why i was like at the time like i said at the time i was mad i'm just like like why do this why not just create a whole new character but then i'm just like well and that's that all the time yeah like we're talking about a character who was created in the 60s and in the 60s you damn sure wasn't about to be gay mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, yeah. Like it, nah, that was not allowed uh legally, morally, like all, all of that. Like you it was you couldn't do it. Right. And so in the comic book space, just because comic books have been around for so long, um I think that's why they are trying to pretty yeah. aggressively address the uh representation issue in certain there's, yeah, there there's ways. there's definitely like been an influx of like different different characters um because at the i mean even even in the early 2000s i was kind of following comic books only only gay only gay character i knew about was um uh that was my mom playing it's the black dude he got married it was a big thing uh god i cannot remember his name Uh, was he dc no no i was from marvel um i Mm. can't even think of his name now north star that's the name he got it was a big thing. He got married in comics to another uh to another character. Um mm. but that sound like I said, that was the only one I knew. Now it's I mean, we just saw uh I mean Disney, the MCU didn't really go explicitly with it, but we saw America Chavez. Yeah. Um with that character. She had she obviously she had the pin on her chest, but he also didn't go to that character's like in the comics, she is she's I think just lesbian, I believe. Um, but we got she, we saw our parents. Yeah, she mm-hmm. had two moms, and they mm-hmm. yeah. And, and so that character is the exact same way. And I like how they did that because 
they didn't make it a fanfare. It was yeah, like, just like, yeah, it I wasn't a big parents. deal. It yeah. was just like, yeah, yeah. like, like um, what you my expect. two moms <laughs> got lost. Yeah, and yeah. it was um, just like, all right. One change, one change though that that I did get kind of annoyed about is in Eternals. When my man Paperboy, they made his character gay. I was like, why? I don't know. I, I, I didn't get that, that character's I, I history to know. I don't, I don't either. Same. Um, yeah. But the fact, I mean, the I fact that Paperboy, the fact that he's <laughs> artificial, um, like he was created by a thing. Oh, good point. The um, celestials. Yeah, like that's I don't know, but um, I think initially Paperboy. I think initially I had a problem with that too, just because I felt like that was deliberately like checking a box as opposed to doing it organically for, yeah like i i i felt like that was pandering um as opposed to it you know occurring naturally and organically and just being a thing like i feel yeah, like just like, like a strange gonna, that was more organic like we need to mm-hmm. check as many diversity boxes in each character as possible so eternals was definitely that movie to check like, every single box movie. yeah eternals <laughs> I like that my problem with Eternals is the Hollywood agenda that they were trying to get, uh, that they were trying to like handle. Because again, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they said we, I can do an episode about my problems with that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you probably you should. There's a lot of stuff that's on that. Yeah. And I'm like, so, uh, so I guess, so I while we're here, I guess I'll pitch the question to y'all. How do y'all feel about, um, original characters being changed whether that's race gen- uh, gender uh sexuality anything like how do you guys feel because uh, i know for me it depends on the importance of the character um and how iconic the character is how do y'all feel about it let's uh let me start with car what about you what do you think i think like same as you it depends like the representation of the character is so important so it's like I want to say if they were traditionally Caucasian and then they switched it to be like, I don't know, a a black man. Yeah. Like, and it like really didn't do like affect the story that much or anything else like that. I feel like it would be fine or maybe like it would add a little bit more something to it. But again, you fall into that problem of like, is this just another box to check? Um, So it's important to have so the writers or creators are like in there of like okay is this like are we just checking a box are we just doing it just to appease people or are we actually making this change organic to something that's like hey you're in this space but it's pretty organic it's would not you like be, would yeah. you be mad let's say let's say they chose to reboot star wars mm-hmm. let's say they make darth vader black how would you feel about that would, you be, would you be cool with it yeah, I'd be fine with it. Okay. I, I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> You're like, so, ah. so so let's say okay, what about they make uh we'll say Anakin Black. Would you would you yeah. mind that? I wouldn't mind I I don't I, know, I wouldn't mind it. I, so you you know who becomes Darth Vader, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh I mean Luke. Oh yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tripping Anakin does go Darth yeah. Vader. I'm tripping. I'm gonna say Luke. I guess that would make sense if you if and if yeah. Anakin was black. Yeah, I mean, no, no. Let's say okay. no, I would hold, like. Yeah. I mean, what'd you do? All right, let's, <laughs> let's say they recast they recast Ahsoka to be a guy, 
What about that? Would you feel any type of yeah, way? That, that I would feel away. They usually don't gender swap. <laughs> I would feel swap. away. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't like, think they no. gender swap in that way. They do. Um, I, I got some. I got some characters. They're gonna. They're gonna hit you with it. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm okay. trying to think so they, characters to do that with. Usually, I got, I got a list of couple characters. Usually, they gender swap um, men to women, to women, just because yeah. in most uh, media's there's a bunch of dudes, and they we need feel some like, women here. Yeah, like there, yeah. there, there are no women like at all. Yeah, uh, you need to change that. <laughs> yeah, like so. Usually, that's where gender swaps happen because that's where gender swaps need to happen mm-hmm. oh actually i looked at my list again and you are right yeah everybody on my list uh you're right everybody on my list was either a male character changed to a female character mm-hmm. um but you wouldn't you wouldn't like that if they made ahsoka into a guy no because like, it wouldn't, <laughs> it's, it's like we already have enough guys as is as jedi yeah. we need that's the thing it defeats we, yeah it defeats the purpose of redoing something to to like take out a marginalized class mm-hmm. yeah so it's a disservice to <laughs> take out women and make them dudes one, yeah. one more one more star wars one let's <laughs> say they take they take samuel jackson character yeah and turn him into i guess a, a black female would that bother you i try to imagine that i don't i don't think it would i don't okay I don't think it would. I don't think that would bother. What about if it was race swap? Like, they, what if they made him white? Yeah, you still, you still say you got yeah, because Mace Windu is Samuel Jackson. There's no <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Jackson's yeah, we... Mace Windu. Mace Windu is Samuel Jackson. Is <laughs> and again, like there are plenty of white dudes. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's kind of to take somebody who's not white and do. make them white would would cause yeah. an uproar. Yeah, um, because whitewashing is a topic we can discuss here in a minute but yeah um the the idea of taking anyone from a marginalized group and turning them into a white dude is like that's like the whole like, thing's gonna burn down <laughs> yeah like that that's we'll bring boycotts back if yeah that happens. <laughs> uh, brandon i guess let me, let me pitch you that same question what do you think about seeing your character how do you feel about seeing characters change I'll be honest. I'm usually not a fan of it. Um, I think unless it enhances the story, like unless there's a, maybe there's a white character who isn't kind of treading water and then you change them to a woman or a different race and it kind of adds a little more background to them, then maybe so. But usually I prefer to just keep it the same. Like um, I think we need to get, towards creating new characters, creating Miles Morales, creating uh, Kamala Khan, creating these new characters, rather than trying to, you know, uproot some characters who've been a certain way for a long time. Now, we all know, I mean, they're probably created uh, by a white person back in the day, and that's why they're that way. And, you know, these are new times. But I don't like the whole, like, a black Superman. Don't need it. Yeah, I don't. No. I don't. I like, I don't need <laughs> I half that. of the half of the changes they're making. We don't need it. Like, it doesn't actually enhance any of the story. Uh, it's just ah, okay. We think it'll splash. Give it a new splash. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't need that. Like, I don't. I think they need to understand that black people are past the point to where just because we see a black face, 
we're gonna we're not just gonna be like oh that's a dope movie like no we're just yeah. gonna you know what i mean so they need to get past that and just go okay is this gonna actually enhance the story if it's not keep it what it is um like and then let's add use that creative bandwidth to create a new character and i think yeah, yeah. try to build new characters rather than trying to uproot the old ones I definitely yeah. agree on that. Yeah, because there's like hundreds of characters with tons of different backgrounds, race, right. gender that have not been explored yet. Right. So, yeah. Absolutely. I got I to gotta give a quick terrible shout out. Shout out to my cousin Anthony. He'd be on this BS for years. My dude keep telling me that Scott Summers from the X-Men needs to be black. I keep shutting it down. Man. I keep telling him Scott we don't Summers. need Scott Summers. Yeah, Cyclops. No. Uh, I don't know about no, that. you better not. No, you better not be on that bullshit. I keep telling I mean, you, no. I would no. have to get a. I don't know Cyclops, but I will say this: Cyclops is a lame to me. So <laughs> and always has been. And, and so because he's lame, I want him to stay white. I get, I get that. If, so if someone pitched me a story that was well, I could be like, okay, maybe because I feel like he's been a lame. He's been a captain that never really really that good like he's not like we know it's three people behind him that are way more powerful than him. like yeah dude <laughs> is a straight l7 yeah like <laughs> dude is like doctor well, professor like aaron boy like that's yeah. that's pretty much it and it's so like michael b jordan gets cast as cyclops in the, in the mcu x-men movie michael b jordan could do better michael b jordan <laughs> is already killmonger so oh, good point yeah, uh, he's dead. he can't. Come I, back. I want an unknown. <laughs> I want an unknown actor also. Like I don't want. I don't. Don't give me Cyclops be black. Keep him white. His yeah. story white. is not that great. Like if your story isn't just it's generic. Yeah, yeah, if it don't hit me, all right, we might be able to change that thing. And I might be able to add some depth to it because dude is as boring as it gets. Like I, I remember watching X Men series. I was like, who? Is, like get this guy out of here. <laughs> him, him being boring could be why they're trying to make him black. Because no, they don't, they don't need to try. They don't need to try. That was just his theories. <laughs> Keep saying he should be black. No, bro. It's, it's but you can't defend his story. Like it, that's my thing. If you can yeah. defend it with a good background, cool. <laughs> but he really doesn't have. I can I can make an argument for it, but this this is not the place. Spencer, what do you think? <laughs> what, what do you think about your characters? Do you like them how they traditionally are? Or do you want to see a little mix? I think that, uh, and I mean, I think you mentioned this. I think it depends on the level of iconic that character has reached. Because yeah. if you are like, if there's a li- if there's a tier list, if you have already reached S tier, A tier, you don't need to be changed. Exactly. Super. Um, like you don't, you don't need to be changed. Don't need to be black. Yeah, like you don't need to be changed in that kind of significant way. If they do like a different Earth version or like oh. alternate versions of people, I hate that. Shit. I don't even want to see that either. Yeah. Like the what if or anything. Yeah. No? Al- alternate versions like, of people. Yeah. Whatever. Like I don't. Alternate versions are alternate versions. Whatever. I don't care. Um, but if you have reached a certain level then I don't think you need to be changed. If you have not reached that level, then I'm pretty okay with you being changed. Now, what I will say, what I will say is for certain things, um, because again, Superman is an alien. He can be whatever the fuck he wants to be. I am not not endorsing. I'm not endorsing some black Superman, but (laughs) I am saying that I... 
if they decide to do it, like he's an alien. Like fuck that. Like, he's from Kansas, bro. Quit calling him an alien. He claimed Kansas <laughs> on his. Because in uh in the new uh season of Young Justice, they made Zod and his family black, and I loved it. I was here for it. I was like, we got a black Zod. Let's go. <laughs> I didn't know that I would like it. It's, it's, it's black people on Krypton, though. That's just what it is. Like, I'm a fan of Zod. I love Zod. And they, whenever I saw Zod's son, I was like, this dude's a bitch. I don't like him. He's on a mission. He's uh, He's got goals and shit. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I kind of don't like how he's going about it. And then uh, I found out who he was and, like, what his goals were and why he was trying to do it. And I was like, okay, I kind of get it. And then whenever mm-hmm. I saw Zod, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we can, I make think sense we can do now. this. I'll say, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has to make sense and yeah the level of iconic you know and how long they've been around like that also matters to me yeah that 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 definitely matters because if if their race is like a part of their identity don't change it and Mm -hmm. it like for example wolverine is a canadian from the 1800s he needs to stay a canadian from the 1800s like i don't i don't need wolverine to be anything else he needs to be a canadian i bet not ever see a black wolverine with dreads or anything oh god can but yeah like there's once once a character reaches a certain level then i think that they should be etched into history if that makes sense yeah like they no, i definitely get it like that should be what the, because they've reached that level as they are that's how they need to be represented because that's how i recognize them um but there are there are some things that can be changed that i don't have a problem with and i can't say that i would just be mad about any gender or race swaps but there are some that i would fully endorse and then there are some that i'd be like i wouldn't have done that so i guess well, while we're here, so I don't have the level of passion that you do in regards to being against it yeah. for anyone. Yeah, what do you say, Brandon? I just feel like, like, I, and and I'm struggling with, I'm struggling with the question of, do I just hate these these second generation uh, comic book characters, or is it the issue with the swaps, right? Because like, I feel like they're doing a pretty good job of like. Like uh, Wonder Woman, for example, instead of making Wonder Woman black and alternate universe, whatever, they just made it to where Amazon's under her. Nubia Nubia is like their new biggest person they're pushing. She's a black woman and she's taking over the throne of, uh, of is it Themyscira? I'm gonna get yeah, her. Yeah. I always get that. I always get that. Yeah. Themyscira. She's taking over the throne. That's a new character, right? Um, I feel like in a lot of cases, they just need to do that Aqualad. Like, there's a bunch of cases where they could just, you know, add a new character, and then we can do that. Whereas... Miles Morales was the perfect Miles example. Morales, I was about exactly. To say that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, and sometimes it doesn't work. Like, the Hulk yeah. they made was garbage. Um, yeah, I forgot my dude's name. Artemis yeah. Show. Yeah, sometimes it does not work. But that's anything, right? Anything can just, just not be yeah. a good idea. 
Uh, and that has nothing to do with the race swap. That could exactly. Just that's just that. Yeah, it's just bad storytelling. Yeah, it was a bad story, and you really didn't need a new like that. Some characters shouldn't be rebooted. You should just re- recreate a totally new thing. Yeah. Um, to be fair, to be fair though, Artemis Cho was already an existing. He's already an existing character who just ended up getting the powers of the Hulk. But uh, yeah, yeah well, he basically almost he basically <laughs> just replaced the Hulk when the Hulk was out for a while. Yeah. Um. So. Let's, I'm going to pitch you guys some characters who have been race-swapped, and let's get you all thoughts on it. So, the first one, this one's kind of a stretch. It might not be a stretch, but we'll see. Jason Momoa's Aquaman. So, Aquaman created white. Jason Momoa is, you know, what is he again? Hawaiian? Samoan? Samoan. Samoan, yeah. yeah. yeah this what do you is... think, Cara? We, let me start with Cara. We'll, we'll yeah, go around right. in a circle. Uh... I don't really mind it. I don't know. I don't have like a huge connection to knowing Aquaman's backstory and everything else like that. But I do know from watching like the Justice Justice League show that Mm -hmm. he was white, but I didn't really have a problem with it. Also, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't what? have a problem. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you, That's on but, my watch. You know, know. you know what it looks like. You know what yeah. Jason Momoa is. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't I'm, I'm right there. I'm, I do need to watch it. <laughs> I'm right there with her. For me, uh, this Aquaman, like, I don't mind Jason Momoa um, in this, I guess, in this variation of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon, what do you think? I hate it. Uh, but has less to do with his, you know, races if, if it was different i think it's just him being white i think they're both just white guys i'm pretty sure um but yeah i just didn't i didn't like aquaman being a bro like, yeah i was gonna aquaman say is, you're you don't like the characterization yeah exactly it has none the race really. doesn't it's, make it's a difference the yeah the, exactly yeah more Especially of just the think. characterization um i'm not bothered uh i aquaman is one of those people that I struggle with because yes, I know what he looks like generally, but like, does he have a race because he's a fish person and we don't know. Like I mean, his mom's white. I mean, his dad's white. Oh yeah. Is Curry. He a trident? Uh, yeah. Okay. But that was just like a, a fisherman. Yeah. His dad's uh, a white guy, fisherman, which oh, yeah. to be honest, if they were to change a character to black, Aquaman, I would be more open to it than any more of the iconic characters. Like, I would be like, okay, I like, if they do it in the way that, you know, Spencer, me and you are a fan of, to where Aquaman is a black man who stands on his shit and, like, don't take nothing from nobody, I would be like, all right, I'll listen Sounds to like this. Namor. Mm-hmm. I was about I'm, to say, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. It sounds like it sounds like you're describing Namor. I'm glad no, that I'm they meaning didn't make yeah. Aquaman black, and that's mainly because of Aquaman's turbulent history as far as reception. Um, because I feel like I think that's a good thing, though. Okay. I mean, I just like, like as hated as Aquaman is. People be shitting on Aquaman. They, Even though so Aquaman is a I'm fucking. Just say that. <laughs> that's my point. That's my that's my point. He's he's the version we know has been shit on. Has been literally been made TV shows about 
uh, making fun of him, where he's the plot. Robot, and they just robot make, chicken. Nobody, yeah, they just yeah. throw jokes. <laughs> they just be coming after Aquaman, yeah. even though it's yeah. Aquaman yeah. could ruin a lot of people. Like day. he's literally up there. He's like top four, most yeah, powerful. Like, but Aquaman could like take over the planet if he wanted. Yeah. To. But he won't. That, and I, I think, and this is just <laughs> coming bitch, to me. Mate. This is just coming to me. But like a black Aquaman, where like you, it's just like an old black man. Like you step on his yard, you gonna have a problem. You step and on his garage, you gonna have a problem. Sounds like sounds like Namor. Yeah. Historically, <laughs> historically, <laughs> Aquaman being black would make sense because a lot of black neighborhoods were turned into lakes. Oh, sounds like name more. People crazy. Okay, this is okay, a name. Okay. I, 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 I got to get through the list. I got that. That was his first one. All right. The next one is uh, Michael B. Jordan as Human Torch. Cara, how did you did you see that one? The Fantastic Four movie. I passed on that because I heard that, it was bad. Good, yeah, good uh, move. But the Human Torch, you no, know, traditionally yeah. white. Michael B. Jordan, traditionally black. I know. I remember all the back. Yeah, I know all the black, the blacklash, <laughs> the, black the backlash of about it. Whenever he was cast, and then because I was like, "Why do we all have a problem with it?" He just turns into fire anyway. Um, well, he also has a white sister. Uh, that's that's his character. So he has a white sister. <laughs> Uh, uh, Sue. Sue Storm Sue. and Johnny Storm are brother and sister. That's right. Oh, oh shit. Sh- I forgot about I forgot that. About that's, that. that's why it was fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. yeah I forgot about that. Did they say <laughs> like they were adopted or something? <laughs> yeah, I think, she, I think oh, she was adopted. Yeah, uh, she was. But funny. Yeah. And I, if, unless you change like her too, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, I don't. It, it, it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't. Brennan, how do you feel about that one? <laughs> Honestly, don't care. Like, yeah. I don't think them being brother and sister is that vital. They could have been like, not. Uh, well, then that wouldn't have No, that, sense, I mean, then yeah. that's when you're changing the whole Then you're changing the whole story. Things. Yeah. Well, and my and thing is, like, I, I didn't have him being black wasn't my problem. It mm-hmm. being poorly executed was my problem. Yeah. I'll agree to that. Yeah. Like if him I mean I guess them making him black wouldn't have been a problem if it was a good movie. Yeah, like I don't think anybody would have cared if the adoption thing it would have went way smoother that story right. if the actual story overall was good. Yeah, like if if yeah. they had if it was a better movie and like everything about it was better, then it wouldn't have been, an it, it, it wouldn't have been because the, nobody has a problem with the fact that Halle Berry was Catwoman. And yeah. that Catwoman was black. People were mad that the movie sucked. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. weren't mad that Kingpin in the Daredevil. Dang, hang on, man. A... Let me let me get them on my list, man. You over there? <laughs> no, okay. My <laughs> I'm bad. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, cool. Lighten your list up. up. Characters. All right, the next character we got is Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White. So in Superman, you know, Man of Steel movie, traditionally Irrelevant. Perry White is white. Yeah, how did y'all feel about that one? Uh, I didn't Irrelevant. mind. Irrelevant. Yeah. Because oh. once again, we talked about uh, that that iconic, you know, that character list. Right. Oh yeah, Perry White is pretty low down there. I didn't mind. It. I didn't Extremely mind. It change. Like I didn't those, it. yeah, those are opportunities, and they shouldn't be. But those are those are checkbox characters. Like you can you can be like, uh, all right, let's change that. We can check a box. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately. Now, so, um, I, I was gonna say I don't know how many of these you have, but there's a. Superman adjacent 
change. Uh, let me see. He yes, there is another one on my list that it has yeah. to deal with Superman. All right, the next one is uh, you might you guys might have to look this guy up, but Billy D. Williams he played Harvey Dent in the old Batman movies. Uh, yeah i just saw that recently (laughs) like a couple months ago yeah and that one was that one eh, because he never i wanted if we had seen him as two-face yeah yeah. it would have been a little different but like he was he was just kind of like a side character he was really he was he was very in the background the fact Mm -hmm. that you said we'd have to look it up like because i remember Mm -hmm. uh i remember this but like it irrelevant yeah Okay. Do you feel the same way, Brennan? Irrelevant? Yeah. yeah, Just because, I mean, I think it would have been fine even if he was Two-Face, just because Harvey Dent is not like, it's obviously known. Like, people know his Mm. name, but he's not, I don't think his story changes any just because he's black. And he was uh, in the, in Batman the Animated Series, there are people that would argue that that Harvey Dent was black. Just like there are people people that would argue that Lex Luthor in Superman's Animated Series was black. Mm-hmm. Which I thought he was. I, would say I thought he was. was. Yeah. Yeah. He was. I was he like, was, he's light skinned <laughs> He was yeah, voiced by Mr. Krabs, but I mean, he looked like a black man. Right. That man black to me. Yeah. Like uh, if if it had been Giancarlo, I would have been like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next one, next one guy is Will Smith. Is Deadshot. So obviously in Suicide Squad, Deadshot traditionally white character played as Will Smith. Did y'all care about that one? I wasn't mad at that change. I wasn't mad no. at yeah. I didn't. No, it was fine. Usually, it was just that the movie was terrible. But right, I thought right. it, yeah. <laughs> In most cases, Dish, I didn't even show his face. From what I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say I always thought he had the mask mm-hmm. on anyway. Yeah. All right, this one, this one was pretty good. I think this was a great change. Idris Elba is Hemdall, so Hemdall traditionally white guy. Heimdall. Oh, Heimdall. Heimdall. Yeah, my bad. Um, <laughs> I. And I, I got what you're saying. So. In regards to the change that I like the least of every change that has happened, this is my pick. And the reason for that, no, the reason for that is not because they made Heimdall black. The reason for that is because I feel like Idrissa is being wasted as Heimdall. I think oh, that the MCU role. should be using Idrissa for bigger and better things, but I feel like the fact that it's him hmm. is squandering his talent. And that could have been his choice too, though. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, because he probably didn't want to get wrapped up in the MCU machine. Right. Yeah. He's doing other things, and I get right. that. But because I don't generally have a problem with race swaps and gender swaps, as far as like the ones that have happened, this is my least favorite for that reason. Not because yeah. they made Heimdall black, but because Idris, Idris should be Idris Elba should have been a higher. Yeah, like I want superhero. him. I want him doing something else. Yeah, uh, hmm. instead of wearing bad lock wigs. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> Viking one, heaven. The next one got on the list. This is. Uh, Back to Fantastic Four, actually, one of the original one. Carrie Washington was as Alicia Masters. So if you don't know who Alicia is, Alicia was Ben Grimm's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And Carrie Washington played this character. Irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I almost forgot Carrie Washington was in that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She played blind well. She uh, did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Now I remember. Yeah. 
the the next one is McCod Brooks plays Jimmy Olsen. So, That's the one yeah. that I was gonna. Yeah. So Jimmy Olsen, you know, Superman's what like I don't know, but buddy. buddy. I don't know. Whoa. Yeah. That was uh <laughs> didn't need to do first that. Of all, first oh of my. First of all. That's a good job. And the only reason you did that. The only reason you did that is because DC. I already know. <laughs> yeah, you I would never do did that. Falcon like that. I would never did that yeah. to Falcon. Well, maybe ten times worse. Just go there. <laughs> but yeah, Jeez. Jimmy Olsen. Oh my just talked about representation around this man. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, did y'all care about that one? Because yeah, Jimmy Olsen's, you know, he's wait. He's a are white we character. talking about the Supergirl series, yeah. or are we talking yes. about something else? Okay, yes, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was for the better. Like it made him interesting. I, I guess Jimmy Olsen animated series, it was cool, but he wasn't used like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this case, I thought they did a really good of like separating him. He was in a new place from Superman. And he kind of got to build his own, you know, life and, and things of that nature. So I thought it was a good change. I, I agree on that one. Yeah. I, you know, normally the the situation is flipped here, but <laughs> no. I think that I would have preferred it not be Jimmy Olsen. Like that should have been somebody else because for them to make jimmy olsen big and black and guardian like no why is that jimmy, jimmy olsen? olsen is like scared scared right he's he's, he's, he's not jimmy a little olsen, red yeah he's a yeah, little red-headed little red-headed. guy yeah who has like the superman watch mm-hmm. and i i don't have a problem with the fact that he was in there and like what he did and what he represented i had a problem with the fact that that was jimmy olsen and I feel like he should have been someone else. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let me get to. And I'm not going to say I had a problem with it, but I wasn't a big fan of it. And I think he should have been someone else as opposed to being Jimmy Olsen, because that's not, that's not Jimmy Olsen in any like stretch. Yeah. I want to knock these last kind of two out because I want to get to one that's pretty controversial when it came out. Uh, but this one right here, Jamie Foxx's Electro. Did y'all mind that one? No, no, yeah. no. Uh, Especially how they brought it on with a uh, uh, no far home. from home. Oh yeah, no far from whichever one it was. Yeah, and he made that noise like I thought you were going to be a black Spider Man. There's got to be some yeah. black Spider. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. Good part. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one is I can never say his name, but we know him as Baron Mortal in Doctor Strange with his terrible wig. Uh, Chibotel. Yeah. I can't say yeah, his name, yeah. but oh, bare model, traditionally white. I, uh, hmm. I am fine with it because I feel like he's being used well, um, or at least he's going to be. Like we haven't seen him do much yet, but because um, I I want to see uh, our Mordo, I, I want to yeah. see the back to our six one six universe. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Too many wizards. I want to see Cat Morto. Uh, yeah, because he's gonna be a problem. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Okay, this last one right here, like I said, was controversial when it came out, uh, and I never did watch the show, but I just remember all the controversy. Uh, Anna Diop is Starfire in Titans. Starfire is a fucking alien. (laughs) 
I would have been. I, know I just remember the controversy when I would like to go out. on the record. I know that there was controversy about it, and there shouldn't have been. And I'm gonna get back on my rant box for just a second. Start <laughs> about our hair. A fucking it says her hair. Alien. They need to fix. Yeah, I, and I think I, is that what the Starfire issue is not even white. Starfire is orange. She is orange. And y'all have a problem with them casting a not white person to play an orange alien from Tamaran? That's what y'all have. Fuck out of here. <laughs> See, I always thought Starfire was black to me. It's mm. just I think the only reason the only reason yeah. Starfire wasn't represented as black, I guess, is because in the media that we've seen of her, she was voiced by a white person. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the fact that she was voiced by a white person is kind of irrelevant yeah. uh, because again she's an alien yeah, like yeah. she was not she is not of earth at all yeah. and she has giant hair yeah and she's very orange and she's tall and she's you know stacked yeah so like black lady me Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, if it's if it's gonna be something, uh, I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I will say. I mean, I did not like the Titan series that much, but she was probably one of the better parts of it. Agreed. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't have an issue with it. I preferred it. Um, yeah. Like I think that that was the right choice. Right. I did she did she turn orange? Because I, ne- I never saw the show. Did eventually she turn over to it? She's always black. No, I think her. No, she's black. I think she was black, and everybody from her planet was black. Her sister was black. The dude that come to try to get her was black. Like I yeah. think that Tamarand is black people, and you know, cool. Tamarand yeah. is Wakanda. That's cool. Okay. Wakanda. All right. So the next one is so now that we kind of got race out of the way, they only have a few of these. Only have really four because we kind of. I got one big one that's going to make Brandon real mad, but we're going to move on to gender now. Yeah, let's 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 move on to gender. Should we start with the big controversial one first, or should we end with that one? Go ahead and get that out of the way. Yeah, all right. (laughs) I know. I know. Brandon hates this one. Brandon, what is it? What what gender swap are we about to talk about? We're about to talk about Taskmaster. We are. We are. Uh, Um, So. Car, I, how did you feel about? I want to see. I want to see how did Car feel about this. First, so, did you Taskmaster? watch the Black Widow movie? Oh yeah, I yeah. did watch the Black Widow movie. Okay, okay. Uh, how did you spoiler feel about it? Spoiler. Spoiler. Black Widow. I, I guess I didn't really understand it because I'm not really familiar with Taskmaster, but mm-hmm. I was like, uh, also I thought Black Widow came out a little too late um yeah so there was that um but i don't know i just didn't really i was like you have no connection to the character really so yeah. it didn't matter so i was like it didn't matter but i was like eh so there's so there's brandon's issue with the character and then we also have spencer's issue with the character um let's let's start with i guess brandon's issue with the character uh, we'll we'll make these quick Okay. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was a bad idea. I get the optics. It was a, it was um, directed by a woman. It was you know a woman led movie. I get it, but you didn't need to nuke a very good character who's known, who's like kind of like a cult, you know, like a cult movie, you know, mm-hmm. that everybody loves, low key. 
that's how Taskmaster is. Like everybody loves Taskmaster. If you're they're like a deep cut comic fan, just because he's he's not Deadpool level, but he's just funny as hell. And his power set is dope. Yeah. And they and essentially what they did was they made it a woman and then they made everything about him robotic, everything about her robotic. Yeah, because she was controlled. Yeah. Exactly. They made it essentially robotic, whereas Taskmaster, uh, that's not the case. So basically like his his natural gift, basically. Yeah, his natural gift is just like memory, things of that nature, fighting skills, all of that. He really remembers people's fighting style. Yeah. And I guess what made it even worse is I just right before that movie, I had just read a full comic about Taskmaster. And it was funny as hell. It was like he was going around fighting the best people in the world just because he wanted to prove himself and he would learn each time and he had to do some things for Nick Fury. But he would have been a perfect person to go against Black Widow boring ass. So it would have been perfect. Because <laughs> so, I feel like it would have showed a woman beating this man's ass. Yeah, it would have been a <laughs> yeah, that was, perfect. Yeah, it, yeah, it would have been perfect. And not a they, let's fight girl, fight girl. Like yeah, hell and it was just yeah. and it, she really didn't affect the plot much at all. It was just like it had no lines. It was just like all right, okay. Um, so yeah, I had a problem with that. Um, I, I just didn't think it was necessary. We didn't need to do that. And I think it would enhance the movie by keeping Masters in there. And we would have been, we'd have been straight. Spencer, what'd you think real quick? Man, we didn't even get to mantles or anything. I want to talk that too. Oh, <laughs> oh we will. Um, I had a problem with the characterization. Uh, if you remember Wolverine uh, Origins, X-Men Origins mm-hmm. Wolverine, what they did to Deadpool, they did that oh. to Taskmaster. Yeah. And that is why I had a problem. If that had been a man i would still be mad because the character was like the the characterization was castrated essentially and as brandon said they made taskmaster a puppet that couldn't talk Mm -hmm. and that was my problem so even if that had been a man i would have been mad about it if they would have made taskmaster the same character but a woman so you know talking shit um having their faculties and wanting to just demonstrate that they are the baddest mm-hmm. then it would have been different yeah like, it, i would have been fine with that like if they had had yelena play that person oh, man, it would have worked wrong. that would be yeah. cool yeah i'm glad they didn't yeah. because i love you i love you i love yeah like <laughs> Love Yelena so much, but if they got somebody with that kind of comedic timing and that kind of ability to uh, do fight choreography, and that like if they had done that with a woman, it would have been totally different. I would have yeah. probably loved it. Um, I agree. Or yeah. I wouldn't have had a problem with it being a woman. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like the the fact that it was a woman was not my problem. Yeah, because the whole time I was watching, I was just like. Taskmaster supposed to be this cool dude, and it's like I don't know, kind of boring. Not yes. like an intimidating like villain that you're fighting. It's just some regular yeah. person. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, I just want to give you guys a couple. Well, I'll just I'll give you guys like three characters that you know traditionally got changed. So if you guys remember from Daredevil, uh, Jerry Hogarth, the you know the head lawyer person uh, in the comics. That is actually a man. Um, 
by the same same name Jerry, just spelled two R's and a Y. I think um, that was a good change. I support that. Change. Yeah, I think it was a good change too because like, her character was really good. Yeah, like the and oh, yeah. they, them getting Trinity yeah. to do it was a good move. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. 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 Um, the next one is I don't I don't know this one. You guys probably will know this one though. Uh, Brie Larvin, aka the Bug Eye Bandit from the Flash, um, in the comics, that character is a man. His name is Bertram Larvin. Did y'all did y'all know that one? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that Flash. one. I'm finished. Okay. Flash. I think I saw. I think I read it. I think it was like Flash season three or four. One of that. One of those. Oh, okay. um, but that character got changed. Uh, did you guys watch Legion? No, I didn't. I watched the first season. Okay, well then you will know this one. Then. So. Okay. Aubrey Aubrey Plaza is the woman's name. Yeah, um, she played the Shadow King for season one. Um, that that role was actually written for a man, but mm-hmm. because she did so well, they actually changed the role the to X-Men fit her. Character. Shadow King. Yes, yeah, yeah X-Men Legion Shadow is X Men. Yeah, but oh, she she I, yeah, I love Aubrey Plaza. She did great. I yeah, love she did she cool really great. Um, I remember the Shadow King in was it X Men Evolution. Or uh, he was he was in uh, he was in the nineties. I remember, I remember He's, Shadow King giving Storm some problems, and then Charles yeah. had to step. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. I want to, yeah. I want to see, I want to see the Shadow King. He's uh, fun, fun fact for issue. the people who've ever watched the YouTube videos. I got a Shadow King figure, the little white guy down at the ooh. bottom. I don't know if you guys see it. That's I, a Shadow yeah. King figure. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, they they changed that character to be a woman because she did so well. That they changed, and she did. She killed it in that she first does. season. Um, oh, I love Aubrey. Aubrey do what she wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then my last one, we kind of talked about already, already. But the Ghostbusters cast, like they obviously they changed the entire cast um, to be women, and like I said, the story didn't do good. Um, I think so yeah. that was that was a poor execution rather mm-hmm. than having anything to do with them being women. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agreed. Um, so do we want to talk, I guess, mantles right quick? Yeah. Uh, did you yeah. ask all of your questions? Yeah, that's that's all the ones that I had. Okay. Because I think that Brandon kind of answered the question earlier that I had was, um, does it make a difference or do you have a preference as far as changing an existing character versus changing somebody, like swapping somebody out mantle-wise? So. Uh, changing an existing character. Um, I had examples for this, and I, I, I got some examples for you if you want to like talk change mantles wise. Um, so man- mantles wise, I have examples. So like Green Lantern, oh, okay. for example. Mm-hmm. Um, Green Lantern was Hal Jordan, and then John Stewart, a completely different character, showed up, but took over as Green Lantern. Right. Um, yeah. And so I think I think me, I don't I don't mind mantle's changing because it is what it is it sounds just like it's a mantle mm-hmm. like there there's opportunity for other people to have that same right um so the big one obviously we just saw thor love and thunder the title of thor is a mantle that's not thor's real name so because the female thor came in she became a new thor um another mantle that changed was um oh god i just went I mean, captain america Oh, yeah. yeah, Captain America is probably the, a really good example. Yeah, and that yeah. one, I think people are still not quite fully understanding what that. Yeah, what they're that not, is. Or they're not quite accepting. They're not. 
which is so weird because it's like it's the comic books and also it's like the show did such a great job of that i felt well i think it's because people for whatever reason that's true yeah be hating on sam wilson lose their damn minds i mean (laughs) people don't like captain falcon that's probably gonna be people i will be part of that people People uh, don't like Captain Falcon. That's the problem. Uh, he just ain't it, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't care about Sam Wilson. So yeah, that's like coming after LeBron James and like yeah, wearing number twenty three and being like, "I'm LeBron." <laughs> you know, he's, <laughs> I'm that dude. It's like, no, nah, bro. You know, Steve Rogers, my guy. Uh, Black Panther. No, Black Panther is a, is a mantle. I don't. Which which has been passed down, you know, for many generations. Mm-hmm. So, what do you feel about that one, Brenner? I don't like. Y'all know my feelings. Like, for the most part, I don't like some things make sense. Like, Black Panther does make sense as far as like historically, it's passed down. Example, sorry. (laughs) What is it? Um, Yeah. So, my first example was going to be Nick Fury was a white dude, and then he was all of a sudden a black dude. Well, versus that wasn't all. That really wasn't all of a sudden though. That was an alternate universe that just became popular. And then yeah, and then it happened all over. Oh, so they just like integrated. Yeah, yeah. so change it. The the other yeah, the other one came from the same universe as Miles Morales, and they purposely made him out the Samuel Jackson. He just became so popular that then that's when they decided to change it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um because it it felt like Nick Fury was a white dude, and then Nick Fury was a black dude, and Everybody was like, "All right, Nick Fury's a black dude." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was one. There. Everybody's like, "We don't mind this change." And I mean, come on, now. that's Samuel Jackson. They modeled yeah. him after Samuel Jackson. I There's mean, no but he was black before like... Samuel, right? No, but they, mod- had, they, mod- yeah. they modeled him off of him, though. I mean, based on the con, but I remember back in the con, like even TV shows, animated series, they have a black dude. And he had like curly hair, no, black not stripe. not in the animated series. He was always dude. he was the white guy in the animated no. series. I remember. I, I know what Brandon's talking about. Like I remember a black Nick Fury back in the yeah. day, but not it may not have been in like a specific show, mm-hmm. but I, I remember a black Nick Fury. Uh, yeah. I thought the I thought the white Nick Fury was like in the nineties. Brandon was talking about some eighties shit or something. No, it was the nineties, <laughs> my dude. Like they didn't no. just go, all right, he's like no, right, he's black, black dude. <laughs> yeah. The black dude had hair. It was, it was a whole thing. Well, the, the one the one that we're familiar with now, he was off in the alternate universe with Miles. And like I said, just became popular. Yeah. Um Maybe so. So I'm trying to think what other characters have mantles that can be passed down. Uh Blue Beetle went from That's a white dude to Hispanic. Yeah. Nova went from a white dude to a Hispanic kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, Nova. I mean, yeah, that's a mantle. One, I didn't even know. I only knew the Hispanic Blue Beetle. I didn't know that there wasn't a Blue Beetle. Um, Same. That's a DC thing. Like the the original Blue Beetle wasn't like a scarab. Like it was just a dude. Um, and then the following Blue Beetle actually had the scarab that fused to his spine and gave him like powers. But like the original Blue Beetle, I think just like had stuff. Yeah. But I think people people are gonna see in the new Black Panther movie. Uh, I think they're about to see a new mantle of Iron Man passed down. I'm curious to see yeah. how how people are going to react to that. I know people are already starting to get their feelings hurt about it, even though she's an entirely like different, different character. character. So, 
Yeah. I think in the tough part is they're not going to be able to do it as well as the comics. Because like we talked about, she is u- using, um, you know, Tony Stark as an AI to help her learn how to be an Iron Man. Whereas in the movie, then I, I, I mean, I hope they use it, but I highly doubt yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. is going to be like, all right, I'm down. I also you know. doubt it. I mean, she'll probably, I would imagine she'll have Edith. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there, like, there may be some other AI name. Friday. Um, right. Edith, I, I think Edith, just because Edith stands for even dead, I'm the hero. So, yeah. like, it being Edith would make sense to that, me. That, that's, that uh, does make sense. Yeah, I could see that. But, I can be, I forgot about that. Because that was in uh, that Spider Man with the glasses, right? Yes, because mm-hmm. he had yeah. Karen in Homecoming. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I'm sure there are examples of people just showing up looking different and that's just how it was. Um, I'm trying to think of like big examples because I can think of small examples in the Flash show Wally and Iris were just black. But but weren't, weren't those are characters created because being a Flash, that's not like the mantle, right? Those are just, that's just like it is a mantle. Like usually, there's only one flash at a time, and it's usually a when this person dies, this person takes over. When this person retires, this person takes over. Because the there were, I mean, there were a lot of, mm-hmm. I mean, there were a lot of flashes alive at the same time, and then Flash can time travel, so that's its own thing. But like, uh, the first flash, like the OG Flash with like the silver helmet, um, he didn't die. I think he was just chilling while Barry Allen was Flash and then we had Wally West who was Kid Flash who eventually just became Flash um, and then there are you know a bunch of different iterations of Flash but uh, Wally West and Barry Allen exist at the same time yeah oh, I guess a Robin Robin is a mantle that's right that right? is a mantle I mean yep. and there were there were several different Robins but yeah. all those Robins are the same flavor um, other than when he had a female Robin Oh, uh, and I guess Batwoman is kind of just black now. Yeah. Uh, that's true. And is that no? That's a, different, that's a different person, isn't it? <laughs> is that, so that's, a different person. Yeah. that's not Kate Kane. That's right. It's a different person. Right. Um, Selena or Catwoman is both because sometimes Selena Kyle is black, sometimes Selena Kyle is white, sometimes Catwoman is not Selena Kyle. that's true so like catwoman is all over the place because earth like catwoman was black early uh yeah as far as like suddenly changing to black because eartha kit got in there yeah Um, and then she wasn't in the uh michelle pfeiffer and uh then she was again with halle berry but that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't and then she was white again in like the shows and the animated stuff (laughs) and then uh, so the, the Kravitz uh, came through. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, like Catwoman is just black occasionally and then not occasionally. I think I mean, I guess if you think about the, it, like I, so I just found a list right quick. And I always feel like I always say right quick, but I found <laughs> a list that says, you know, 10 superhero mantles that can be shared. So there's Flash, Green Lantern, Spider-Man, Shazam, uh, Iron Man, Thor. Uh, and I actually have Batman on here as well. 
Captain America, Superman, and Wolverine, uh, just because there's more than one of that mantle. So I guess really so, character. Uh, technically, yes, but there's it, in my heart, there's one Wolverine. Mm-hmm. In my so, heart, I, I, I 100% agree. In yeah. my heart, there's one Superman. Uh, I agree. In, but when those characters die and someone picks up the title of being Superman, that well, makes yeah. them Superman. I mean, yeah, but I mean, in the death of Superman, there were a bunch of, you know, fucking ripoffs, but <laughs> Kal El is, yeah. is Superman. That's it. Re- regardless of who is trying to be, Kal El yeah. is Superman. Now, with Flash, I will accept that there can be different Flashes or more than one Flash. Green Lantern, cool, good with that. Um, but again, like, there's a level. That's true. I'll even agree with Batman because Batman is Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah Bruce Wayne is Batman. Because I mean, with, even with Batman Beyond, that still wasn't Batman. That's Batman that Beyond. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's not Batman. That's Batman. Yeah. Beyond. Um, I mean, it's the same. Like with Aquaman, for example, in Young Justice, um, Calder becomes Aquaman because he's like in the Justice League, and it's like, no, Arthur is right there. Thank you. That is Aquaman. That's what I. That also made me mad. I was like, just because he becomes like, yeah, you put the... on, yeah, you put on some orange shit. Now you're Aquaman. No, yeah, no, that's <laughs> that not what this is. Yeah. yeah, that's my issue with mantles. A lot of times, I, I guess I have an issue with them keeping the name, giving it to someone like Daredevil, for example. But like, that ain't my Daredevil. Like they gave it to didn't Electra take Daredevil? yeah oh uh, yeah so yeah Daredevil died yeah Wait, that, ain't, that ain't my Daredevil or somebody <laughs> if, else or if somebody else called themselves the Punisher like no Frank is the Punisher thank you yeah so like, I I when it comes to mantles a lot of times I'm like no my my this person is this person. That's why I say Captain America is Steve Rogers. Whoever the hell. And that's why is. I call him Captain Falcon. <laughs> I will give you that. Yes. Like, I call him Captain Falcon. I know people be hating on my guy. This is Falcon but, to me. But I will. I don't. I can't call to, him Captain. He's not Captain America. To be fair. Captain Falcon. To be fair. Within be these Falcon. last two weeks, there has been a comic book come out where Captain America explicitly says Captain America is a mantle and is not who he is because he gives he tells another kid that you are now Captain America. Yeah, and that's, that's fine. That's yeah, whatever. <laughs> I hear you. That's cute. But, but. yeah, I, so I, Steve I, Rogers himself cannot pass on his own mental health. No. I guess I'm split in between them because I'm like, okay, but Bruce Wayne is Batman, but with Captain America, I'm like, well, Sam Wilson's Captain America now. So I, I don't know. I guess <laughs> that's Captain Falcon. I guess I'm yes. split. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I guess it also may just depend on like when I meet them because I, with Flash, for example, the first Flash that I met, like that I saw, was Wally West, but mm. I knew Barry Allen was the Flash. And so I think that that mantle, like it being a mantle, like made sense to me early. And same with Green Lantern. Like, I knew that there was more than one, and so I knew it was a mantle. But if I go in with, like, that's that guy, and then later they're like, oh, wait, yeah. but there's more. Awesome. And it's, yeah. It's also, yeah, like, that's what I'm like, no, nah, mm. not good. I got my <laughs> name. Yeah, like, my thing is, bro, Captain America is the leader of the Avengers. Captain Falcon ain't leading nobody. 
<laughs> like even if it's just street level, we forget Thor, forget Doctor Strange. Just give me street level. He ain't leading nobody. So no, he's, he's, still, he's, he's still ain't on the leaderboards. Huh? He's not, no, uh, like he's you can have, you, yeah, you can carry that shield all you want. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> So he, so he gave that, that big long speech for nothing. Brandon just like, bro, um, yeah. get your yeah, bitch they, ass they down. You <laughs> get He's like, bad for America's belt. <laughs> yeah. For me, that's not specific to Captain Falcon. Like, if Winter Soldier did the same thing, he's still Winter Soldier. Like, I'm not yeah, going mean, to call Winter Soldier. As well. He has. A lot of people have been Captain America, but nah. Nah. Just like <laughs> Dick Grayson has been Batman before. No, I'll give you yeah. Nightwing. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But right now they got I will not call you Batman, Dick. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right now they got a I think I read a comic recently where they have a black dude. Uh is it Lucius's son, I believe. Yeah, it's probably Lucius' son. His, his, his Batman. I'm like, no. And he's and he's Batwing or something. He's got no, a like he's, he's got a mechanical suit well, before yeah, that, this. Okay, that's a different one. I'm actually, what I'm talking about is a different guy. My bad. The guy I'm talking about, they did a different one where there's a a, a black Batman. He's not Lucy's son. His name is like that, Tim. That, that's more re- that's more recent. Another podcast yeah. I listened to. They mentioned that. That's that's yeah. very recent. Very recent. It was like in the last year, year and a half. I was like, yeah, I read it. Like, I was yeah, like, DC's like doing like a small reboot right now. Yeah, I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No thanks. I don't want it. <laughs> Yeah, so there, there are some people like if I go in knowing it's a mantle, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, but if if not, if, it, if it's you, because I don't call Miles Morales Spider Man, I call him Miles Morales. Yeah, I understand I that he's Spider Man, I respect the fact that he's Spider Man, but I call him Miles Morales because <laughs> if I so say Spider Man, I mean Peter, and that's why Marvel tried to change his name for a while to Kid Arachnid. Because it was, Jesus. I don't know, they I don't know. They Not that people, name. No. people would get confused about <laughs> and, Spider-Man and Miles. And yeah, they and try my, to uh, it. my niece has started liking uh, Spidey and his amazing friends. And I think and that's what they call him on there. They call him Spin. What? Spin, yeah. Oh, I remember okay. I first saw it, I was like, damn, that ain't right. She was like, Spin. We was out walking around and saw the little toys. She was like, Spin. I'm like, no, nah, that's Miles. What are you talking about? <laughs> she's, like, she's like, no, that's Spin. And I was like, what are you? And then I saw it. I was like, that's trash. (laughs) And I I mean, and they, I also don't know when she became Ghost Spider. Yeah, yeah. That that was the same exact time they did the Kid Arachnid thing. And Ghost Spider makes sense because for her name to be Gwen and for her superhero name to be Spider Gwen is dumb as hell. So (laughs) it needed to happen. So that one, cool. I get it. I like it. I'm fine with it. Um, it's just taken me a minute to get used to. Used to but yeah, we're here now. So yeah, to catch on. <laughs> yeah, cool. I get it. But um, still more Spider Gwen. With uh, <laughs> and I will still call her Spider. Like if I see her, she's still Spider Gwen to me. Like I will have to be corrected if she wants yeah. me to call her something else. But if uh, when when I saw that, I was like so. Because it they're in the short, they're like, we're both Spider-Man, but we can't both be Spider-Man. So yeah, what are we that's gonna exactly do? what they do. Yeah. And he was like, well, we call you Spidey anyway. So uh, there's that. And uh, yeah. I'm Spin, so let's call me Spin. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, what kind of logic is this? And I was like, 
You Make should. You're sense. the one. You can turn invisible. You should be Ghost Spider. But all right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was nice. the issue. That was a big issue when Miles finally came to the regular six one six universe. It's like because in the comics, I mean, they're they're both just called Spider Man in the comics. Like, well, like he's Spider Man in his Spider-Man. own world. And so I even, like, even when they're even when he's they're the both only one together, they know. No, yeah, even when they're together. both together, they it's still like they still call him Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and like Hawkeye. Yeah. And and that makes sense, but like for me, he's Miles. Yeah, that's why I call and him Miles. I will I will differentiate. So if I say Spider Man, I'm talking Peter. I'm talking Peter. Peter. I'm talking Peter. I'm talking red and blue. Um, but if I say Miles Morales or Miles, then like I so yeah, if if I go in with like that's who it is and that's it that's it um the Uh, the only exception is probably venom because whoever venom is on still venom yeah Yeah. that's yeah it's more of like a parasite thing though yeah well that's what i'm saying like whether venom is on symbiote like whether venom is (laughs) on flash you knew what i mean that's a yeah i was like (laughs) parasites um you knew you knew what i meant yeah. So, so. Uh, anything else? That's it. Uh, yeah. We and who knows? We may need to cover more of this. More, yeah. Because <laughs> this is a heavy, dense topic, and yeah. so we we may need to come back to it. If you, the listeners, want to hear us come back to this, then uh, let us know. Or if you want to talk about more fun stuff and not this heavy, dense. Material, <laughs> let us know that too. Thanks, yeah. Uh, Spencer, you want to thank our wonderful guests? Uh, yes, I do. Um, Cara, thank you for being here. Uh, we really appreciate having you here. Uh, thank you for your insight. Uh, thank you for your honesty, your candor. Uh, and you're just uh, your, your fandom. And yeah. thank, thank you for. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of this space. Thank you for liking these things um, because quite honestly, it's, I guess, generally accepted that women are not involved in these worlds and that's just not true. That's really not true. Or not accepted, it's assumed. It's rather. assumed, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate it. I enjoyed it talking with all of y'all it's been fun i've never been on a podcast or anything else like that so this is great i enjoyed it i'd love to do it again yeah we're, we're definitely gonna have you back on we gotta tell me we gotta get this anime episode out we gotta, uh, we gotta uh, <laughs> get more anime in here uh, tack on time and everything <laughs> don't get me going don't get me going be another Ooh, attack on tight be another three hours yeah yep. get me going. um do you have any social media you want to give out where people can, you know, get in reach with you or you want to get I that out? I do. So I have an Instagram, which is Miss underscore Vader 94. And I have fan. Twitter. Yep. I'm a real fan. <laughs> Twitter is <laughs> you have a tattoo. Miss Vader, which I, I have a tattoo. So like, that's a real fan. Do it <laughs> yeah. So what, what was your Twitter account? That you oh, want to uh, Miss Vader, which yeah, okay. why not? <laughs> why not? So yeah, we would like if you know drop Kara follow. I say Kara, Kara follow. <laughs> uh, and while you're on there on the Twitterverse, you know, be sure and follow us at the LMG Podcast. 
Uh, we tweet a lot on there, get our thoughts out, you know, arguing with people out here sometimes. But, you know, <laughs> Some we do we, our uh, best. Smacking Jordan arguments. Yeah, people <laughs> coming at it. They, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm a bad guy. But, yeah, follow us on there. And also be sure and check us out on YouTube at the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. Um, you know, drop a like, follow, subscribe, all that, you know, stuff that the YouTube people say. All that good stuff. Yeah. Smash that like button. Yeah. Hit subscribe. <laughs> like, yeah. comment, share. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Smash yeah. That like See, look button. at look at Kara already on top. <laughs> so we're never duplicated. Always appreciate it. And forever melanated. <laughs>